Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the final ECH postgame live of the 2022-23 season uh, after a very close game seven uh, between the Seattle Kraken and the Dallas Stars. And um, you know what, I just, I want to take a second to just <laughs> to appreciate this season uh, and, and to celebrate what the Kraken were able to do this season. And, and you go back to the first post-game live of this season or the last one of last season even. Um, and I, I just don't think any one of us could have possibly expected uh, what we were all treated to this season. And the Kraken gave it everything they had. They pushed the Stars, a, a very, very good hockey team, to the brink in Game 7. And um, just want to celebrate that, first and foremost. Celebrate all of you in this awesome community, everybody who's joining us right here, everyone who's joined us all season long uh, for these awesome ECH post-game lives presented by Queen Anne Beer Hall. Got to get that in there. The Beer Hall was awesome, was there uh, today for the start of the game and everything. And um, they they threw in a $100 gift card for our, our uh, 10,000 follower giveaway. So big shout out to them. Shout out to all of you. So uh, as you may know, it's just me, RJ, for right now. Dylan is in Dallas. He was there for Game 7. Uh, I also want to thank all of you, especially the patrons, um, for signing up and helping support us this season too, allowing us uh, not just to exist to cover the team, uh, but also to do some really, really cool things, like having Dylan travel out to Dallas for this all-or-nothing Game 7. We'll get his reaction uh, from the end of the season and kind of everything that he saw today in Dallas. So looking forward to having him join us uh, as well for this. Um, so, you know, thanks everyone there. Actually, I realized I need to go send him the link to join because I forgot to do that before we started. So if you'll bear with me for a second, um, we want to make sure Dylan can join. All right. A lot going on in my head here. All right, so we've got a couple super chats to start us off here. Uh, we'll start with Brian. Thank you so much, Brian. I mean, gosh, you've been with us since the beginning here. What a year, what progress, what a treat. Next year, we host Game 7s. Thank you, ECH, for everything. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for everything. Like I said, you, you've been with us you know, this whole time and, and helped support us so much. And yeah, great progress this year. And yeah, next year, you're looking at maybe the Kraken having higher seating. I'm telling you, as much as the Road Warrior thing uh, was a theme this year for Game 7s, for, for an all-or-nothing Game 7, it really does help to have it at home. Pete DeBoer knows that. He was talking about it before the game. Uh, if you want a Game 7, I mean, the biggest part of the, the seating is really just if a Game 7 happens, you get that at home. Uh, super chat here from Cody. What an incredible season, incredible community, and incredible team. Proving everyone wrong and looking forward to a bright future. Love you all. I want to echo that. Love you all too. Thank you so much, Cody. It really was an incredible season. This community is just awesome. Can't wait till we get Dylan on here too, to kind of celebrate with everyone what this season is. And yes, I will, I will break down the game and everything for those wondering. We'll talk about it. We'll go through. We'll have plenty of time to do that, especially once Dylan uh, comes over here. But I just think um, I, as the clock ticked down, it was kind of clear the Kraken were going to lose. I, I just... I was filled with gratitude 
for, for what this season was and what this community is. And I couldn't really think of anything else. Um, I, I'm just so happy with that. Um, super chat here from Flipsy, the Stars fan who's joined us the last couple times. Really appreciate that. Hey, man, I know I'm not who you wanted to hear from, but I've come by every game. Y'all are a truly great team. Thank you guys for the fantastic series, not to mention a great fan base. You guys were the nicest. Well, that means a lot to hear from you, Flipsy. Thank you so much for stopping by every game. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, and yeah, it was it was a good series, good back and forth series. And, um, you know, to, to hear that from, from the other side, Side, it does mean a lot and knowing that everyone can can kind of watch these and, and still like them even on the other side so appreciate that one flipsy uh next super chat here and again love the, the outpouring of super chats here so great to see this one's from sean tough game but this team and this season will always be a special one for seattle thanks ech for creating this community and covering the team so well all year well, you're welcome. And thank you, Sean, uh, for the super chat. It, it was a tough game. And I, like I said, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but this was a special season. The Kraken exceeded every expectation uh, that that could possibly be. So um, love that. And and yeah, I mean, this this uh, community, it's, it's nothing without all of you joining us. So thank you there, Sean. Um, uh, next super chat here from Steve Dog. Uh, couldn't ask for a better community to support this team with. Love y'all. Go Kraken. I mean, what, what more can I say? The community is just awesome here. Love having this every game. And you know what? This was a tough loss. It, it makes it okay. And I, you know what? It, it makes me look forward to getting on the stream afterwards, even after a, a really tough loss. And one that means that we're not going to be able to see Kraken games for a while here. Um, but I, I'm still feeling good about everything. Uh, thanks to all of you. Um, uh, Light. Uh, super chat here from Light. Thank you. We took a season-long cup contender to a one-goal game seven. We only lose three guys this offseason. We're going to be legit for years. Love y'all. Love this community. Love this freaking team. On to next season. And that's a good point, Light, because the future is bright. A lot of these guys are coming back. A lot of them are, are getting older in a good sense. You know, Matty Beniers, he's going to be another year older. You're going to get Shane Wright probably added to this roster. Ty Karche is going to be another year older. Man, the promise that he's shown in this series. I, I'm just so excited for training camp to see how it all shakes out. I guess before that, the offseason too, because Ron Francis has room to make some ads here, and I know he's going to try and make the team better. I mean, this is as much of a signal as you, you can possibly have, uh, that this team is ready to compete, ready to contend right now. Um, so I, I'm just looking forward to the rest of it and coming back even stronger uh super chat here cr bud shout out to dylan and rj and ech baby what a ride we'll be back absolutely will definitely for next playoffs we'll be back and uh, i think in a little bit better position too maybe you can add at the deadline you know doing all that stuff so thank you for the super chat there cr bud uh super chat here love i can love all the super chats coming in thank you to all of you but super chat here rayanne hell of a season thanks for all the thanks for all the kraken this team is so special it really is. I'm, I'm so lucky to be able to cover this team uh, and, and to do what I do. And it's possible uh, because of all of you, because of this great community. I, I feel like I'm a broken record here, but it just it does need saying over and over again uh, as we close out the season, because I'm, I'm just feeling so much gratitude for all of you. Um, Super chat here from Beef. What a ride. I see a lot of love in this chat room and a lot of love for the Squid Squad. Thank you, ECH, for all the content. And thank you, post-game friends. Let's go, Kraken. I know, as even as I'm scrolling down, too, even the non-super chats, as I'm looking through chat, so much love in the chat, so much optimism, so much positivity. Uh, and I absolutely love to see that. And, you know, that all of us friends can kind of come together uh, and do this after every game. It, it really is so special. 
Uh, super chat here from X Kid Z. Wish I was able to send some more uh, of these this year, but I just want to say thank you, ECH, for making another season memorable. Here's to a bright future. Hey, man, appreciate you, X Kid Z. I mean, all, all the chats, everything, you know, in the Discord, all that, you've been a great member of the community. Um, future is very bright. Um, following up here, X Kid Z, thank you, ECH, for everything you've done this year. Tears won't stop streaming down. I just love these Kraken boys. Proud of them, but taking the rest of the day to recover from my first playoffs. And yeah, that would be my advice as well. Take the rest of the day, everyone. There's still some sunlight out. Um, you know, once this is over, just take the rest of the day, relax. Don't worry about work if you can, you know, afford to not do that. Just, just relax. Let it all sink in what this season has been. I know um, earlier today, I kind of looked through a lot of my photos and tried to come up and just find the best. I tried to narrow it down to like 10 or 15, but I couldn't. Just my favorite photos, my favorite memories from this Kraken season. Uh, th there were too many to go through, but it really did help me put everything in perspective. So for the kind of person like me who likes going through all pictures and all that stuff, I would recommend that because um, it, it just feels good to think about this season. Uh, Alex, super chat here. Thank you, Alex. Uh, had to sell my season tickets after moving last year, but I found ECH and felt myself even more connected to the Kraken. Thank you to RJ and Dylan. I mean, that that means so much to hear. And I, I love all the stories and everything we hear, too, from all the out-of-town fans, too. You know, unfortunately, yeah, with moving, uh, you know, having to sell season tickets, that can be rough. But I'm glad that you can feel close to the Kraken um, like we all do, because, you know, you don't need to be here in Seattle. Uh, I mean, as Dylan will tell you, you don't need to be here in Seattle to feel super close to this team and be part of this community. Um, and I just love the support from all over the country and all over the world. Thank you for the super chat there, Alex. Um, all right. So scrolling up to the top of chat here, going to grab some water. All right. And we and we got chats here. You know, Tom, future is so bright. Love this team. Love ECH. Uh, Michael, first things first, you know, applause this amazing team. CR Bud, really proud of these guys. I mean, everybody here, you know, there's so much pride here. Uh, Lindsay, what a season. What a team. Kraken going to win the cup in 2024. Next year is our year. I mean, hey, they almost got halfway there this year. The sky's the limit. Um, let's see. Um, all right. So I, I think I, I'm scrolling down in chat enough. I, I think we can't avoid the game anymore. We're 10 minutes in. Let's let's start talking about the game. I'll get to some of the chats that mention that. So we got Declan Saint here. That was a rough run. Felt like they just dumped it in or gave the puck away for 60 minutes. And I mean, there were a lot of dump-ins. I, I think fatigue played a pretty big role. This looked like a tired Kraken team. But I, I think it goes beyond when you dump the puck in too. Because that's when the four check starts when that's when you got to go in and get those pucks and dig those out. And it takes a lot of energy to do that. And I just think the energy wasn't always there. And also credit to the stars. Like this is like game five. They did their third period, just shut down performance where they're so good at getting clean zone exits and, and just breaking the puck out without any danger. Um, I, I just, I thought they were, did a really impressive job and the Kraken just kind of couldn't break through. All right, got another super chat here. This one from Edward. Uh, who would have thought after last year we'd be five wins away from playing for the Stanley Cup? What a ride, and the future is bright. Go Kraken. Absolutely. Back onto this. Um, I mean, look, I, nobody would have thought that last year. You saw Dylan. I mean, if you've been following us for long enough, you saw Dylan and I do our, our Pacific Division preview. We predict, predicted projected where we thought the Kraken were going to be after covering them all season last year, and I think we, we had them, what, sixth 
in the Pacific Division. Um, you know, maybe optimistic fifth. I mean, this team really did exceed every one of our expectations. Um, all right, so I'm going to scroll back up in chat, but I see I also got a text from Dylan. So let me read that, see if it's something important here. Um, Dylan, still haven't let us in the locker room. Okay, so it may be a little while for Dylan, uh, given that we're 12 minutes in already. Uh, thanks, Dylan, for the heads up. And yeah, I'm sure there's probably a lot going on in that Kraken locker room. Uh, a lot of just raw emotion. I'm sure Hackstall kind of gave a speech. I'm sure he probably mentioned something to the effect of how proud he is of the guys. So, um, you know, that's going to kind of hash its way out. Um, Dylan will get in the locker room eventually, talk to some of the players, and, and I'm interested to see what they all have to say. Um, but just so you know, it may be a little bit before we get Dylan, but this is going to be a long post game. I'm going to go until the chat stops because, I mean, look, this is the last one we're going to have of these for a while, and I, I just love doing these. So. Um, just a heads up there uh, for everybody. Um, all right, so back here to chat. Um, uh, Krakenhawk, no need to nit no need to nitpick on the boys. Season two was more than we expected. What a run! They made Seattle fall in love with hockey. You can't get upset over that. I mean, heck, boy, did they make Seattle fall in love with hockey? Just seeing how excited everybody in the city was just walking around over the Kraken, how much I just overheard conversations about the Kraken um, over the last, you know, couple months and what the playoff hockey has done for the city. Just awesome to see. And you know, it's only going to grow from there because it gets people hooked. <laughs> you know, once, once you fall in love with playoff hockey, it doesn't stop. Uh, huge super chat here from Leanne. Thank you so much, Leanne. Uh, bedtime for me, but thanks to you, RJ and Dylan for this amazing community. I feel like we're all friends despite being scattered across the world, but it just emphasizes this incredible family that y'all created much love. Thank you so much, Leanne. You know what? We are friends. Like this is a big community of friends who get together, talk about the Kraken and just have fun and love this team together. You are a huge part of it, Leanne. Thank you so much um, for the super chat. Thank you so much for how active you are in, in all of these. And I just really, really appreciate you appreciate this community. I'm just, I, I'm in awe seeing, seeing stuff like this. I just, Dylan and I never could have imagined this sort of thing when we started ECH. Like it, it really, it just does blow our mind every day that this is real. So thank you so much, Leanne. Uh, super chat here from JMG. Expectations will be high next season. I really hope they're able to take the next step and continue to get better. That's true. Uh, expectations will be higher. The whole house money thing, I think, will kind of go away uh, for next year's playoffs because, you know, assuming they get there, um, they've already been to round two. That kind of sets the bar, right? Um, but you know what? The, the best teams, like that's kind of where the bar is set for a while. You look on the other side of the ice, the Dallas Stars. I mean, you know, it's kind of cup or bust for them after making the cup final, uh, you know, back in, in 2020 in the bubble. Like um, it's, you know, that's really where the expectations are. And, and that happens for the best teams too. You look at Colorado last season winning the cup, like it was cup or bust for them as well. And, and you kind of have to be knocking at that door for a little while before you get there. It's very rare that a team just kind of comes out of nowhere like this with no expectations and just goes all the way. Um, let's see. Super chat here from Chris. Thank you so much for the super chat. I don't see any message. Oh, here we go. Added message. There we go. Thanks guys for a great year. Unbelievably great coverage. Um, I'm going to follow you as long as you do it. Go Kraken. 
Thank you so much for the support, Chris. Um, and hey, you know what? We're going to keep doing it as long as uh, everyone everyone follows us and, and, and makes this possible. And so, um, yeah, we, we love doing this. And thank you for the super chat. Another super chat here, this one from Amanda. Uh, have you ever heard so much love and support from fan base after a series loss? I love this fan base. What a bunch of legends from Australia. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Amanda, from Australia. Awesome. Like I said, all around the world, love to see this fan base. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, that's the reaction that you're seeing from everybody. Just first and foremost, proud of what this team has done and, and excited for the future. Like, that is one thing I love about Seattle and Kraken fans specifically. And I think it's it's unique to any fan base that I have seen or that I've, I've been around or been a part of is just how much they embrace and love their team and, and love all the players, especially, you know, if, if guys are having a rough stretch or, or you know, maybe someone wasn't wanted somewhere else or, you know, it, it's just the love that they, they bring for those players specifically too in their time of need. I mean, I notice the players notice it is such a great, great sports uh you know fan base to be in it's it's just awesome uh super chat here from becca thanks for an amazing season kraken fam love y'all love you too becca um it, it just it was an amazing season i kind of run out of words you know just to say about it but it was just incredible and I, i'm enjoying it so much um all right super chat here from infinimus thank you can't wait for next season keep up the good work rj and dylan Thank you for the super chat. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for next season too. It's going to be a fun off season. Last off season too, it was kind of this, you know, well, you know, can they make them better? Can we be just a little bit less bad? Maybe bring in some guys who score goals. Now this off season, put your foot on the gas, build on what you've uh, already done. It's going to be a lot more fun. And I, I love also just not being part of like the draft lottery conversation and having to kind of focus on that stuff. It's a good draft class. The Kraken are going to have a lot of draft picks. That's going to be really fun. But just not having that as the only thing to think about this time of year is really great. I've been thinking about that a lot lately uh, as well. All right. So back into chat here. A lot to scroll through. Give me a sec. Um, yeah, I mean, just so many echoing the sentiment, like Nicole, not too pr proud of this game, but proud of the season. Love all the fans in this channel. Next season will be killer. It will. Um, and then uh, let's see. Uh, Coop here. Seems like all year it was the puck luck just not going our way. Stupid dead puck bounce. And then another post by Bjorki is finally what does us in that and face offs. Yeah, the puck luck was not on the crack inside in this one. And, you know, it, it happens that puck bounce like I, I feel bad for Jamie Alexiak because it kind of looks bad looking at it on the replay. But it is so tough to gauge when that pucks in the air and you're trying to just figure out where it's going to come down and then it bounces short and you have to step up at that point and just try and contest it. Like the, that really handcuffed him there. Feel bad for him. And then of course the posts, you know, that happens. The Alexiak post is the one that gets me too, where it just barely hit Ottinger and went off the post. Like if he scores, it's, it's one, nothing. And that's a different, it's a different hockey game, but you know what? It happens in face-offs that can be improved next season. Like with this off season too, you can go and fix those problems that you didn't want to overextend at the deadline uh, to fix for this season. Uh, super chat here uh, from Tati K. Uh, thank you guys so much for all your coverage. As a fan from New Zealand, it's been awesome to be a part of all of it, despite being so far away. Love these streams, this team, and this community. Can't wait to see what we do next. 
I, I just love seeing this Australia, New Zealand. I know we got people in Europe. Like this is, it's just amazing to see from all of you how big this community is, how global this community is. Um, and I know a lot of you staying up uh, to, to, you know, crazy hours to watch these games, to, to participate in these post games. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Tati, for the super chat. Um, all right. Scrolling back up here, man. There's so much in chat here. Love to see it. Um, uh, Lindsay, hey, at least we didn't give Otter the shutout. That is true. Like that late goal, again, it breaks the shutout. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, Ottinger had a good game. Kraken didn't test them a whole lot. But uh, yeah, you just you take that opportunity just to get into his head a little bit one last time. Um, uh, Dace here. Unfortunately, that was a real performance to forget, especially on the back of game six. But it doesn't overshadow a phenomenal and unexpected season. Thanks, boys. Can't wait for next year. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just going through the chats. That basically, everyone seems to be on the same page here, and I, I love that with the optimism. Byron, um, glad it didn't end in a blowout or a shutout. Exactly. I mean, it, it was a two-one game, and I, I think you look at a game seven and and how they're always close. I think before this game, you ask anyone, you know, not telling which way it would go, but you know, would you kind of just take a two-one game? Uh, you know, that was that was well, one goal game until the very end, and. I think a lot of people would. I mean, that's how game seven with Colorado went. That's just how these games tend to go. You just don't want to get exactly blown out or shut out in a game like this. Uh, you know, you, you leave it all on the ice. Super chat here from Absurdly Sane. Thank you, Absurdly Sane. Feels a bit like the end of the school year and getting yearbooks signed. Thank you, RJ and Dylan, for creating this community. Afra for being the bestest girl and everyone in chat. Thank you, absurdly saying it really does kind of have that end of end of school year yearbook type of feeling, right? Um, that definitely is how it feels to me. Uh, and thank you for shouting out Afra too. I don't. Is there a way we could get her? I wonder if there's a way we could get her on here because Dylan's going to be in Dallas. I don't know. I should have thought of this ahead of time. Um, but yeah, there's got to be a way we can get Afra on here. I'm going to try and be creative. Everybody, give me a second here. Um, see if I can pull up a picture of Afra. I've got plenty on my phone. Let's see what I can do. Where are you, Afra? Working on it, working on it. Here we go. All right, look at that. There we go. Afra's on the stream. And look at Dylan. That's a good picture of the two of them. All right, so Afra has joined the stream a little bit. Um, scrolling all the way back up. Um, And here at Kyrie, that was probably one of the worst games I've seen from the Kraken. Uh, Striatic, what was the was with the constant throwing the puck into the ozone behind the net with no one to retrieve it, even late in the game, essentially purposely turning the puck over again and again. And that's something that the team has talked about kind of all season is you need to be really intentional with where you dump the puck in. And it seemed like they were were going for something there, but I, I really don't know what. Um, and, and you hope to kind of have that overwhelming pressure. And, you know, maybe if it's just kind of behind the net, you're, you're hoping that it can't go really cleanly in either direction versus one of the corners. Um, but yeah, they, they weren't able to kind of put that together and it was really a theme all game. They just couldn't get the four check to connect. I think fatigue was part of that. If you have a little more juice, I think you maybe get to that a little bit quicker. Um, but yeah, it was, it was difficult there. Um, and let's see, uh, so Dylan's mom actually just texted me here. Afro watching the game tonight. Oh, wait, is there a picture attached to this? Let's see. Yes. All right. Thank you, Dylan's mom coming in clutch there. Look at there. There's Afro watching the game tonight. So she was very interested, I'm sure. 
uh, in what was going on there. So thank you for, for coming in clutch there. Um, all right. Uh, super chat from chaos. Going to make me read it. <laughs> Let's go stars. And you know what? I don't mind reading that at all because in the next round, I am going to root for the stars. Anyone but Vegas. I know a lot of you in chat would echo that sentiment, but yeah, for, for next round, now that it's over, let's go stars. I'll, I'll happily say that. Thank you for the super chat chaos. Not the burn you thought it might be, I think, but uh, appreciate it from you there. Um, and let me know in chat what you're thinking too, as far as like next round. I mean, I, we're kind of just processing this one, but if you have kind of a favorite between Vegas or Dallas, who you're all rooting for, I'm curious kind of what the community thinks on that one. Um, uh, Lindsay, on the bright side, I finally tried Shaq's Big Chicken at Climate Pledge and it was delicious. Yeah, I did the taste test for that one last season. It was pretty good. Glad you liked it. Um, at Harvey here, Vegas is going to demolish Dallas. So excited for next year. It's not what I want to happen, but I think that's, that's probably what will happen. Um, let's see. Again, and I feel bad because I'm skipping over a lot of comments that just the effect of like this, you know, we are so blessed to have watched this team this year. You know, what a season. They're unbelievable. And, and there's like, that is most of what is in chat. And I, I, you know, I can only say the same thing over and over so many times, but like, thank you everyone putting, you know, those positive vibes in the chat. Really do appreciate it. Um, oh, another super chat time. Scroll back down here. This one from Schultz. Thank you for all your efforts, ECH. Great season by the Kraken. Kraken have become an attractive destination for free agents. Uh, oh, attractive destination for free agents. Interesting time ahead. Yeah, I mean, if you're a free agent, I mean, just let's uh, you know imagine that for a second. The opportunity to play in an awesome city like Seattle for a great team with a great culture and. Hey, look, they're, they're even ahead of schedule. The future is really bright. I think it's got to be a really attractive destination for any free agent. That's going to help Ron Francis in the offseason a lot. I think it's going to help also re-signing guys. You know, Vince Dunn's deal is up. What's he going to cost? I, I got to think he's probably going to want to stay here too. And then thinking about it last season too, you know, thinking about free agents, like the way they talked about it, they, they viewed Seattle as a really attractive place to go, you know, just the organization and a place to live. Um, and so that they had that going for them, like the entire organization had that going. It was just the question of can they win? And I think that question has been completely answered now. All right. Huge super chat here from Zame. Thank you so much, Zame. Super chats are only for wins. So why tonight? After the season we just had, I refuse to see this as anything but a win. I just refuse to be sad after everything that's happened the last nine months. What a season, what a team, what a front office. I like that mentioned in their Zame. And what a future. I mean, you you said it there, Zame. I'm still feeling good after this one. I, I mean, this whole season is a win, a gigantic win for the Kraken, for this city, for Seattle, um, you know, for, for ECH, you know, for, for you over at Davy Jones Locker Room, covering the for everyone covering the team. This is a huge huge win uh, for all of us. Thank you so much for that gigantic super chat there, Zane. Really, really appreciate your support uh, You know, now and all season. Um, all right, scrolling back here. There's so much in chat to go through. Really love this. Um, yeah, Lindsay, imagine if we'd actually made a move at the deadline. I know. Um, you know, there, there were holes to be filled and you know what? Like they can do it next year and they have the assets now too. Um, uh, Aaron can't stay too long beer league tonight, but what a season. Thanks you guys. Good luck in your beer league game, Aaron there. I've got mine uh, season opener tomorrow. Um, so that'll be fun. 
<laughs> Lindsay, Dylan can never leave California. He's only good luck at Cali games. Hey, he was good luck when he came up here to Seattle and, and caught some of those games when I had COVID last season. He, he's generally had pretty good luck with some of those. I guess just Dallas, kind of bad mojo. I don't know what it is. Um, Kraken Hawk, I watched this game with my little boy while also playing hockey with pillows as goals for the first time. It was special. Seattle hockey fandom for the next generation is afoot. Love you getting the next generation started. And that is that is just such a special moment, uh, you know, for any parent. I I hope to do that one day uh, with my kids. I mean, that's that is just awesome. So happy for you. Um, and uh, hope the little one, uh, you know, is, is hooked already on hockey. Uh, another super chat here. Let's scroll down. Uh, this one from LGG. Thank you for the super chat, LGG. I don't see any message with it. Uh, put something there in chat uh, if, you, if you want to read a message. But thank you so much for the super chat. I'll check back on that in a little bit uh, to see if you posted something. Um, uh, let's see. <laughs> Jules, does that mean Dylan can't go next year to Dallas? Yeah, we might think twice about it. Just Dallas specifically. I don't know. Uh, he's got to switch up the mojo somehow. We'll see what he did. You know, if he, if he wore a different outfit or, or what happened there exactly. Um, uh, beep boop here. Grubauer plays like that and you lose. Yeah. I mean, this is something that Dylan was very adamant about kind of texting me toward the end of the game. He felt like they wasted, uh, one of the best game seven goaltending performances ever. And I think, yeah, when you only get, you know, three shots on goal through most of the third down a goal after your goalie plays like that, you do have to be better. And, and I think Philip Grubauer deserves a ton of credit for giving his team a, a chance to win this game at all. Um, and especially given the last, you know, the season that he had this, especially last year, just that this has got to be remembered as, as he stepped up when it mattered the most. And he certainly didn't let anybody down. Uh, super chat here from Burnt Krem. Uh, Dunn cost himself millions in the playoffs and hope we save that money. Everyone is hugging it out, but ask Canada how hard it is to not waste these chances. So I, I do think I'm interested to see what that Dunn number comes out to be. And I do think he, he probably did lose himself millions of dollars in the playoffs. I will actually agree with that. Um, but I think that might be better for the Kraken and you know, depending on what his priorities are, potentially better for him in the long run. If there's extra space for Ron Francis to kind of build this team, you know, around him, around everybody else, every dollar go, you know, goes a long way. And, um, you know, Francis is going to take advantage of that, but yeah, we'll see what that contract turns out to be. And yeah, it's tough. You never know when you're going to get back here as much as we're saying, you know, the future is bright and it really is. And I do believe the Kraken will get back here. You never know for certain. And, you know, that's something where you always have to take advantage of that moment. I'm sure all the players recognized in that locker room. You know, that's why they played so hard this playoffs. You never know how often you're even going to be in the top 16 and get a chance to play playoff hockey. So I think the guys know it, but I think they learned some important lessons from this that they can take forward into the, you know, into future years. Super chat here from Jeremiah Sportsbeard. Thank you so much. Super proud of the Kraken, but more so the amazing and comprehensive coverage we get from ECH and all the fans. Have a great summer, RJ and Dylan. You guys always have a free place to stay if you ever come to Alaska. Thank you so much, Jeremiah. Really appreciate that and appreciate your support all season. I mean, it was it was great going on your show. Man, it feels like so long ago. Um, 
but you have been awesome all year and, and love that support all the way from Alaska. Um, and, and, uh, you know, I've, I've been thinking about maybe a an Alaska trip in the next year or two, something I've, you know, discussed and, and Hey, I mean, I would love to, you know, love to stop by, love to see you. So I'll let you know if that, uh, comes into fruition during the off season. Um, all right. Scrolling way back up. Um, all right. Um, I, I again, just love the comments from Michael here. Everyone liked the stream for our incredible, wonderful, kind, hardworking, and amazing hosts, Dylan and RJ. We appreciate you all so much. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you, all of you. You guys are so kind. Um, and it just, it, it warms our hearts, Dylan and I, to just to see, um, you know, these nice messages and that, that you appreciate it. It's, it's just great to hear. And I'm going to share all this with Dylan. We're going to go back through the chat, you know, afterward when he's all here. So he's going to see that. Um, so thank you. Um, let's keep going here. Um, Greg C been here since day one and love what you guys have brought to this community onward and upward for this team. Thanks guys. Appreciate you, Greg C. You have been here since day one. Awesome. Um, let's see, uh, Jen. So when are we going to Coachella Valley? So that is interesting. Um, I do have a flight to Southern California booked for less than a week from now. So I might try and get out to a Firebirds game if possible, if they keep this playoff run going. So the coverage doesn't end now. Um, let, let's get that trip planned in a little bit, Jen, uh, after we're done here on post game. But everyone stay tuned. Might get to see some uh, Shane Wright, Riker Evans, and others. Um, uh, Joey, after last season's horrible record, this season's been a blessing. It sure has. We've, we've been in here for a lot more wins than losses, and I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Fire and give it up for Gru again. I think I think we can go for another Gru. He certainly deserved it uh, after this game. All right, scrolling down, we've got a big super chat here from Duthan. Thanks so much for the season. Can you talk about the ECH offseason plans? Happy to do it. So um, offseason plans, like it, Dylan and I are going to have a, a you know big meeting very soon to like iron out the details of everything. We've talked you know about a lot of potential offseason plans, but we're like, okay, well, playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. But um, starting off, we're going to do uh, some streams for the remaining playoff games for the conference finals and Stanley Cup finals uh, for our patrons on the Patreon there. Um, again, we haven't been able to do the, the live commentaries as much because of how the Kraken have been doing. Um, but we're going to start with those. We're going to do as many live commentaries as we can. We want to hang out with the patrons. We want to hang out with everybody. So that's going to ramp back up. Um, the, as far as the off season, like the, you know, those events still deciding on draft coverage. I know Dylan and I have kind of thrown around the idea of maybe going, um, but then, you know, the, the downside of that is then, you know, you can't really do like a live stream or anything from it, but you get good coverage. We're going to weigh that out. We're going to decide it. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll let you know on all of that. Um, and then, um, yes, my the thing I'm probably looking most forward to is dev camp. So we don't know exactly when that's going to be. I'm going to ask on locker cleanout day when dev camp might be. And Dylan is going to come up for that. So we're going to have Dylan come up here for dev camp. And with that, we're going to do a whole bunch of like cool events. I know Dylan has been dying to meet so many of you. Uh, get out on the ice, do a little like ice skating day, uh, do some other kind of events that we have in the works, some fun stuff we have planned out. But Dylan is definitely going to make a trip up here for, you know, uh, 
I think at least a week. He's going to, he's going to make a long trip up here. Make sure to see all you guys. And we're going to have some fun events around that. Um, so looking forward to all of that and yeah, lots more stuff coming. I'm just kind of trying to rack my brain here with, with everything that's been going on. Um, but, uh, we will keep you, uh, all aware of that. Thank you so much for the super chat dude and for your support this season. You have been absolutely awesome. Um, <laughs> Lindsay, if Dylan flies up to Seattle this summer, I volunteer my sauce kit for an ECH sauce hockey tournament. Oh yeah, it's got to happen. It, it's got to happen. Just we'll we'll get that going for sure because Dylan will be around here. I know you're around here. We'll make it happen. Uh, <laughs> Jack, strap on the blades. I know I'm going to go rollerblading a lot this summer. I've already started um, doing that. And and also real quick, I want to just give a shout out. I, I meant to do it last post game, but. Um, the other day, I think it was like, you know, three or four days ago, I rollerbladed out to the marina in Magnolia and I was at a restaurant there getting ready to leave. And there was a really nice family, uh, you know, uh, father, mother and, and their son who were uh, there. And the son had one of actually this shirt on. Uh, so uh, and I got to meet them. They were really nice. Uh, you know, they said they watch all the post games. So if you're in here, you know, put something in chat. Let me know. Um, but uh, thanks again for the support. It was super nice meeting you. So I wanted to make sure. Um, that I uh, got that out there. Um, all right, where were we in chat? Um, all right. Uh, Jake asking, who are we drafting in this deep draft? I'm going to ask Dylan about that. I'm sure he will have a lot of opinions. I'm going to trust the resident scout there um, on that one. So um, we'll see. Um, Let's see. I, I'm getting a message that I may have missed a JMG super chat. Um, hopefully I did not. I'm scrolling through here. Um, oh yeah, here we go. This one. Sorry about that, JMG. Hoping ECH keeps the content coming this off season. You and Dylan always give us such high quality content. Oh yeah. I, you know, we will again. Sorry. I missed that. There's just so much in chat here. Um, but yeah, we're, we got a lot of cool stuff coming for you this off season. Excited to, uh, to share that with everybody. Um, Striatic here, DeBoer thoroughly out coached us almost too many ways to list masterclass from the game seven mastermind. I, I do have to give credit to Peter DeBoer. He is a game seven mastermind. He is a coaching mastermind. I've been a big fan of his for a while, ever since he came to the San Jose Sharks. And I, I got to see kind of up close how good he was as a coach. And yeah, that that shutdown third period defensive performance, those zone exits, just, you know, beautiful stuff if, if it's not against you. Um, and that's something the Kraken definitely have their work kind of cut out for uh, for them next season if they face the Stars again. It's just they know how to shut down a game. And um, yeah, DeBoer did a great job. I think Haxtell did fine, but I mean, Pete DeBoer, he's a heck of a coach. Um, let's see, beat, beat one game from the Western Conference final and no deadline moves. I know the deadline thing is crazy to think about, you know, if they had just added a little bit here or there, but you know what, they can, they can do it next year. Um, uh, here, Krishna, a Stars fan here. Great series and a lot of respect for a great series. Best of luck, and we'll see you all next year. Thank you, Krishna. Appreciate all the great Stars fans uh, who have been in here. Krishna, uh, Flipsy, uh, Ryan, everyone uh, in here, all the Stars fans, appreciate that. You, you guys have been awesome uh, on these post games. Um, Daniel, our training camp practices open to the public. Uh, the last two years they have been. I can't imagine the third year will be any different. I think you have to just reserve tickets ahead of time. But uh, yeah, they'll, they'll let everybody know ahead of time kind of when you need to do that. Um, uh, 
let's see. Scrolling down a little bit here. Um, Dante, that was a great season for the Seattle Kraken. Uh, it, sure, it sure was. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, superior records. Where's your suit, though? I guess this is my fault. I did take off the suit. I'm sorry. I didn't sleep in it. I, I did take it off. If you're here in the Seattle area, you know how hot it's been. I don't have air conditioning in my apartment. It, I'm sweating right now in a suit. I just, I can't imagine. We, we, we need the suit still around for next year. Uh, I don't know if that would have been possible had I just worn it through this whole time. Um, Ayers, how's it going, ECH? This loss feels terrible. Do you think the league will respect the Kraken after this series? Hopefully, I know the broadcasts haven't always, you know, made it sound like that, but um, I think the Kraken earned a lot of respect with this playoff run. And I think for next season, people are going to see, Hey, look, they took the Dallas stars to, excuse me, to seven games and we'll see how far the stars go. I mean, heck Dallas could win the Stanley cup, you know, potentially. And if they do, you know, even more respect for the Kraken, but I, I think it's there. It's going to be there. They just needed to prove that they, they weren't as bad a team as they were last season. And they certainly did that and more. All right. Scrolling down for another super, uh, super chat here, Cameron, man, what a tremendous season. Glad we were all able to get, go through all the ups and downs together. Nothing to be ashamed of onward to the draft and free agency. Future is bright. Agreed. hundred as Dylan would say a thousand percent. Um, yeah, I mean, we were able to go through all the ups and downs together, be able to experience all this stuff together. And that's what made it so fun. Uh, you know, that it was this whole community here, uh, experiencing it all as a group. Like it's, you know, it's, it's something to watch those games, you know, by yourself, be kind of freaking out. But when you have everybody together, it just makes it so much better. And I'm just grateful for all of you. I know Dylan is too. Can't wait till he gets to join us here. Uh, hopefully soon, you know, we'll see how long the media stuff goes. Um, super chat here from Gary. The best part of the season is being here with all of you. I can't agree more. Uh, the best part about next season, we have a next season. So fired up about this team in the future we have. Let's go Kraken. Let's go ECH. Let's go. I, <laughs> I know we, we get next season and the season got like th this, this team is here now. Like they exist and you just get next season and next season every year. And that's one of the awesome parts of, of having a team that you can kind of call your own um, is that it, it just keeps going. It, it just keeps going. And like, when when the team wasn't here and like how do i explain this but it's just like going from you know not having the nhl team exist even to having like meaningful games that you can watch and, and then to having a team that's that's this good and that you can watch and that you can follow and you can look forward to the future we we, we all have it very good uh, i'll say that much uh chat here oh from mandy awesome rj that was us at the marina always here at post game thanks for the great coverage and community this season Thank you for the support, Mandy. Appreciate that. It was so great to meet you out at the marina. Um, glad glad uh, you had the shirt on, so I noticed. Um, but uh, yeah, just great to meet you. And thank you for joining us for every post game. Um, and I'll definitely be out at the marina again. You know, ho hopefully I'll see you again uh, at some point. Um, let's see. Back down here in the chat. Man, there's, there's so much chat to go through. <laughs> love it, love it. Um, Burnt Krem, and just curious, anyone mad to be lost or just me? It's cute everyone is hugging it out, but you may never be here for years. It happens, ask Vancouver. And I think I did, I kind of covered that. It might've been on your super chat there. You know, it is a unique opportunity, but I, I think just, and you do never know when you'll be back, but I just looking at how this team shapes up going forward and where this roster is at, I just, I'm so confident that they'll be back here 
you know, not too long from now. So, you know, I could be wrong. You, you never know, but I, I just, I feel confident for that reason. Um, let's see. Um, uh, <laughs> Joshua jokingly, hopefully we don't see it, get to see a congrats video from urinating tree. Oh yeah. That <laughs> channel. We'll, we'll see if we get, uh, get one from him. Um, uh, Pablo, great job, guys. The Kraken, it's the first time the Kraken have gotten eliminated from the playoffs. It's true. It's another team first. Not one we were looking forward to. It was bound to happen eventually, but you know what? At the start of the season, uh, you know, we'll take that. Um, let's see. There's just so much in chat. Just love this. Um, uh, yeah, Steve Dog really couldn't get pucks deep enough for the forecheck to activate. Yeah, I mean, again, with where they were putting pucks, it, it just it wasn't really conducive to the kind of forechecking that they that the Kraken really do thrive on, um, and and yeah, just it 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 wasn't going. Out. I'm interested to see what uh, Hackstall had to say about that. Maybe we'll get more big picture reflections from from Dylan and you know on the Hackstall stuff, but uh, we'll see if he he made a comment there uh, about it. Um, let's see, um, <laughs> Russ, the face-off play just hurts. Yeah, face-offs got to improve. And I think on that power play, that first power play too, losing the face-offs, that, that really does hurt you. Um, you know, you, you need to be able to win those face-offs to get the puck to start the power play. And I think we'll probably kind of break that down a little bit too, but it's it's night and day difference from last game to this one when you start with the puck. But I will say last game actually does give me some hope that the power play can be better next season just because if you're winning those face-offs and starting with the puck, they looked pretty good. I mean, they were able to do it last game. Um uh, Jack Kraken are already making the NHL uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so too. I think a lot of the league isn't really ready for the Kraken to be as good as they are. Um, and, and we'll see that a little bit next season. I think we might see some backlash, um, you know, from look Vegas is, is doing what they're doing. The Kraken are doing what they're doing. It's, um, you know, these teams haven't been around a lot. And I think some fans are maybe uncomfortable by that prospect, but you know what, you got to embrace it. Um, Michael, this series reminds me a lot of the 2018 Avs versus Blues series where the Avs made it known they were going to be a problem. We all know what happened after that. I, I can see the parallels. And I think the Kraken did let people know they're going to be a problem going forward. Um, and it, it we know what happened after that for the Avs. And it didn't happen immediately, too. They had a few runs that didn't go quite as far as they wanted. And it was kind of this this process it was a work in progress you needed guys to you know prospects to step up you needed more acquisitions and um i think that can happen for the kraken um it, it's just you know it, it's going to take time and it's it's a journey to follow everything along with and i know abs fans you know you ask them now it was absolutely worth it that whole journey that they went on um shay uh silver uh silver lion kraken jerseys will be on sale thanks everyone for an amazing run i believe in us I believe in us too, Shay. And yeah, Kraken jerseys are going to be on sale. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, you know, for at the end of the season, you can always uh, get some stuff on sale. I'm really looking forward to the equipment sale. Uh, you know, the, the the equipment and apparel sale that the team's going to have. After last year, it was like, okay, I've, I've been to better. But after one year, just not a lot of stuff piles up. This year, it's going to be a lot better, I think. So looking forward to seeing when that all is going to be. 
Um, but that should be um, that should be pretty fun too. Maybe I can get Dylan another Larson deep V. I can't imagine one would last as long as it did uh, last year. But I'll see what they have, um, and, and everyone else should go too. I I, I, rec- I recommend that. Um, Jack Lord Stanley is the hardest trophy in sports to win. It sure is, and I think you can see that too, where you see how tired how exhausted the kraken looked at times in the series and especially tonight and how much it just took out of them getting to this point and same thing with the stars and you look you're only halfway there like you you have an entire other two rounds to go through um to to get to that point where you're winning the stanley cup it is such a grind you know it feels like we kind of went through this whole playoff process and on the 14 games even if the kraken win they're only halfway uh, it is a long grind. It is the toughest trophy in sports to win. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, but the Kraken, they learn lessons. They know what it takes, you know, to kind of get to this point and kind of go over that hump. Um, all right. Yeah. And Russ saying, love the team, love the hustle. I loved everything about them, but they just looked worn down tonight. I, I do think they did. Um, you know, Bert Krem saying, you know, disagreeing, you know, it's round two. They had the day off yesterday. They got outplayed, but you, you look at their schedule. They only had one extra day off um, throughout these entire 14 games. Like it's, you know, in between games where you have like two games, two days instead of one, like that's a grind that no other team had to go through. And I know if you take care of business against Colorado in game six, you don't have to go through that grind. I get all that, but man, it is, it is tiring what these guys have to go through. Um, <laughs> fire and good. I want a nice long break from the words house money. Yeah. The, no, the house money thing is out the window next season. Uh, it's gone as, as, as uh, dr three, six, nine is saying right here, house money's out the window. Um, and we, we should welcome those expectations. Exactly. That's kind of where you want to get to. Um, Jack, wait until you see Shane Wright play on this team. He will be a star in this league. Yeah. Shane Wright's going to add a whole nother dimension next season and, and to see his progression. That's another thing I'm really looking forward to next season. Like we get Shane, Wright. We should get Shane, Wright for a full season. And that is just going to be awesome. Um, Let's see. Uh, Jonathan, love this Kraken fan base. Reminds me of the early to mid 90s when the Stars first got to Dallas. Interesting. I mean, you know, when the NHL does, you know, hit a market for the first time, and I guess I know it's not the first time in Seattle, but the first time in living memory for any of us, um, you know, there is kind of that that real enthusiasm that um, I don't know. It's it, it almost kind of reminds me of like what what Ty Cartier has been bringing this playoffs where like you don't even you don't even like realize what you can't do. You don't you haven't gone through a lot of that like really painful stuff yet last season was really tough but you, you there's just that optimism that goes with it and I, I love that and i hope that seattle is able to kind of continue that as long as possible uh super chat here let me scroll down from jules this was a crazy wild ride i can't be more proud of the guys and the community sadly next season i might get promoted <laughs> no more talking to players <laughs> yep so i mean you know the 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 downsides of promotion there, but it was a crazy ride. Thank you for being with us, you know, the whole way, Jules. Um, you know, great, some great chats from you, some great activity from you all season. Uh, love that. And uh, yeah, thank you for the super chat there. Um, the dev guy, go Metropolitans. Exactly. Yeah, not the first time here. Go Metropolitans. All of us could say that. And uh, hopefully there'll be Metropolitans jerseys to rock uh, after the Winter Classic this uh, next year. So that's a whole other thing we have to look forward to next season is the Winter Classic. I mean, that's going to be super fun. Oh, man. Huge super chat here from Elizabeth. 
Thank you so much. I learned so much about the sport and the team. After every game, I looked forward to this community and your commentary. Can't wait till next year. We have everything for another playoff run. So great to meet you last week in the club, RJ. Yes, great to meet you, Elizabeth, there. I mean, that was awesome meeting you in the club and uh, and getting to talk to you for a little bit. Sorry, I was kind of so rushed with everything going on in intermission, but really nice to meet you. And um, again, just hearing people say how much they learned about the sport, learning about hockey and the team and just getting into everything that that means so much to Dylan and I. We just we want to share this this love of hockey that we have with everybody. And we know how awesome it can be. We know how great of a sport it is. And again, just hearing from people like you that that we're able to to do that and, and kind of bring people into the fold, into this community is is just great. It, it makes our day. It makes our week. It makes our, our season. Um, love to hear it. Thank you so much for, for the giant super chat there, Elizabeth. I mean, we, we appreciate your support so, so much. Um, and again, I just, I love meeting, meeting you guys too. When I have the chance to do it, hopefully we'll have more of a chance in the summer to have some get togethers, to have some events and everything. Um, Cause that is, that is one of the best parts of doing this is just getting to meet all the wonderful Kraken fans that we have uh, in this community. Um, let's see Hunter reminding us we got 18 mil in cap space. That's going to be fun. Going to be fun for Ron Francis to play with, uh, for sure. Um, let's see, uh, Jack Beniers and Marner would be ridiculous. I mean, that is something I'm going to be watching is what kind of, I think the Leafs are just going to run it back with those four again, like they always do. Certainly if Duba stays in, in charge, but if they do want to move one of the big four, particularly if it's William Nylander, I think the Kraken should be circling around that. So we'll we'll see what goes on. We'll watch the the Leafs with great anticipation, but I think that would be fun. Um, um, yeah, hockey mom there. You know, congratulating Ryan in, in chat for uh, for being so nice in chat. And yeah, Ryan's been awesome. Uh, you know, thank you for that there. Um, go check yourself. We're proud of the season. Thank you guys for all the post games. We'll see you next year. See you next year there. Um, um, <laughs> superior records is is this 24 hour stream if this is the last one i don't know if i can go 24 hours but this is going to go as long as we, until we can get through chat here um and, and kind of you know make sure everyone is heard because i mean look it, it's going to be the last one for a while and i'm i'm kind of not ready to go yet i still want to hang out with you uh for longer selfishly and, and dylan's not even here yet uh we got to let dylan in on all of this too i i am eagerly awaiting his arrival seeing if he's texting me any further um Okay, he so said now waiting on Hackstall half an hour ago. So um, hopefully soon. <laughs> all right. Um, hey, this is great. Love to see all the back and forth with the, you know, the, the, the classy stars fans in here. Um, appreciate that. Um, oh, got a super chat here. Let's scroll down. This one from Alan. Thank you for all you did this season. They'll be back next year. The future is bright. It really is. Uh, they'll be back and, and, and probably even in a better position, you know, going into the playoffs next season. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, Shay may not have liked the outcome, but you can like the stream. Yes, you can. Um, you know, thanks everyone for liking the stream there, uh, you know, helping it, helping the algorithm so everyone can find it. Um, let's see. Uh, Jack, Seattle has Winter Classic next year. That's a fun game. Yes, they do. So it'll be at T-Mobile Park. Um, you know, where the, where the Mariners play against the Vegas golden Knights. So it's, it's going to be a cool rivalry type game there. Um, and it's going to be fun. We're Dylan and I are going to cover it for sure. Um, I can't wait. I'm, I've got 
my my phone with the outrageous camera ready. I'm going to post the best pictures from all of that. Um, looking forward to it. Um, let's see, going through chat here. Um, AK, though, wasn't meant to be this season. Next time, uh, Gruby deserves extra love. He showed a lot of heart. The rest of the guys looked tired, but gained a lifetime of experience for it next season. They did, and yeah, I, I will never get tired of the Grubauer shoutouts after this game. He gave the team a chance to win, uh, you know, when when no one else was really helping him out. And um, he deserves all the credit this season. I, I hope the, the Grubauer haters can stay quiet for, for a, all offseason, really, because uh, he, he showed as much as you can possibly want uh, out of this playoff run. So stick taps to Philip Grubauer. He deserves it. Sean, someone go find Afra and give her a cookie. Um, yes. Yeah, so Dylan's mom, I'm sure you're watching this. If Afra hasn't gotten a cookie already, give Afra a cookie. Um, let's see uh, this one from Nicholas, another stars fan speaking. Damn good series, boys. Hell of a fight from y'all. Wish this was the Western conference. Yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome. Uh, good series. I mean, it's seven games back and forth. What more could you want? Um, uh, Dimitri here. I keep thinking about the positive of this. The Kraken finished with a seven and seven record against two top teams in the West this playoff season. That is a big accomplishment. IMO. I mean, it is seven and seven playoff record. I mean, that's, you know, it, you don't have a losing record going out of the playoffs and a lot of teams do, uh, you know, generally if you don't win the Stanley cup. So, I mean, that's, that's a pretty solid record. It was just down to the wire, uh, you know, the whole time. Um, <laughs> beep boop trade for eric carlson he would single-handedly fix our power play i'm gonna go with a no on that one sorry everybody uh no <laughs> i'm sure you know my my thoughts on this if you've been been following us for a while um yeah dr369 interested to see off-season trade talks there's gonna be a lot of that we'll be following all the rumors and stuff it's gonna be good um all right, so here we go. We've got people talking about their kind of rooting order uh, going forward. Uh, Dace with Hurricanes, Panthers, then Stars, then Knights. Uh, you know, that's that's a, a good order. Um, Gary, Stars all day. No freaking way I will ever cheer for Pacific team. There you go. Um, and, uh, yeah, we got some others here uh, saying they're going to root for the Stars. You know, Ayers, I don't normally don't root for teams that eliminate my team from the playoffs. However, against Vegas, I'll make an exception, beat Vegas. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, let's see. Um, wow, a lot of Carlson trade in chat here. So you know my thoughts on it, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. The Sharks will probably be looking to move him in the offseason. You know, we'll, we'll see how much of a discount they're willing to give. I think they're in a pretty bad spot here. Um, let's see. Uh, scrolling down, man, there's so much in chat. Love to see it. Jake Aaron, Ron Francis for GM of the year. So that's going to be interesting because they haven't uh, revealed the finalists for that yet. But I think Ron Francis absolutely deserves to be in that conversation. He better be uh, after the turnaround this team has had. Here we go. All right. So we have Dylan. At last, we have Dylan. This is the time moment we've all been waiting for. Let's put Dylan on the screen here. Um, and all right, let's get it going and all right dylan welcome yep. final ech post game alive of the sea of the season i will say just to like preface this for you kind of catch you up to speed because it has been almost an hour i know that's not your right. fault. uh no all good 
But I mean, there has just been so much gratitude, so much appreciation in the chat here. I mean, as you would expect, but just mm -hmm. kind of the outpouring of love and support for this community, this team, uh, for everything that is here has, has just been huge. Um, and I just want to make you aware of all that. I know you're going to go back and look at all of it, everything that you missed afterward. Um, but just want to say that uh, to start things off. Now, Dylan, um, and Dylan, like, Actually, here, let's let's do a super chat real quick because I got a, a big okay. super chat here from Elizabeth real quick. Another super chat to say Jen is amazing. Um, her yeah. photos and commentary add a lot to the community. They really, really do. And I was kind of waiting until you were on here too so we could both say a big thank you to Jen. I mean, just been such a great addition to ECH uh, and everything that we're doing. So grateful for you, Jen. We love you uh, and looking forward to having you back next season if you'll if you want to stay with us, we I guess we haven't officially confirmed anything, but we'd, I, I, I can't imagine uh, that, that uh, you'd be going anywhere. No, no, definitely, definitely love all the work, Jen, and uh, want to keep you around for sure. Yep. All right. So, all right, real quick, another super chat here. This one from Flipsy. I'm just trying to get through the ones that are like kind of addressed to us. Uh, I said good game to RJ. Now I must to Dylan. Good game, guys. You guys have won me over uh, for my second team. Definitely rooting for Seattle as my secondary squad from now on. Absolutely love to see that. Like, you know, to... I mean, to, to go through a playoff series where, you know, there's a lot of hatred. There's a lot of rivalries that are kind of generated in these types of series. Mm -hmm. To have a Stars fan come and be like, you know what? Beyond that, you're my second team now. I, yeah. I just, I love that. Yeah, no, fantastic. And, you know, it was. It was a great series. Both teams did a fantastic job. Uh, you know, we talked about it a little bit after the game five one, right? Uh, in the post game live, where it just, you know, feels like Dallas is maybe a little further along in their development. They're they're a little further along uh, as far as you know becoming that legit Stanley Cup contender. The Kraken are still right around the corner. They're certainly not going to go away anytime soon. Um, but uh, it was a fantastic series from them. And you know what? It was interesting because both coaches were were asked about. They talked at length. Um, about the idea of you know what these playoff runs mean for their respective cities and their respective fan bases and the the idea of bringing in new fans because you know obviously Seattle being new kids on the block that's that's a you know a part of it for for them and and winning over people nationwide and just the idea of like hey there's this new team are they legit all that kind of stuff right for Seattle but then on the Dallas's side you know Pete DeBoer talked about just the idea of like look we're not you know always the number one thing in town. And uh, mm -hmm. we're in a non-traditional hockey market and all that kind of stuff. But what a big deal it was that right now they are the talk of the town. And that is very true. I mean, just about every Uber driver I've had in here that I've had a conversation with, they, they knew the games were going on. They know what's going on with the stars. So um, just as a fan of hockey, uh, it was, was kind of cool to hear him talk about that and kind of experience it firsthand. Yeah, and love to see hockey growing in in, in every market really okay. uh, that it can. So um, we, we've we've gotten a couple super chats here, but I just real quick, I kind of want to get to you know this question that I've been wondering about. Like, what you got to go into that locker room after a really tough playoff loss? Yeah. It took a while to get in there. I'm sure there was a lot of emotion, a lot going on in there. Once you finally did, what was it like? What was the vibe like? Kind of how how was that? I've never been in a locker room, you know, for a team that just got eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, it um, it took a while. It, it took a long while. And to be honest, most of the players had cleared out by then. By the time we were allowed to go in, a lot of players had left. They had already gotten in their suits. They were off to, uh, you know, team bus or wherever they were going to be. Um, so when we walked in, it was it was just the players that we were going to talk to. It was Yanni Gord, Philip Grubauer and uh, Jordan Everly. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, look, they're bummed out. There's there's no way around that. I mean, I 
kind of the first thing that came to my mind, even just starting this up, is that I've, you know, I've never won a, worn a, cert, a suit to a funeral. Uh, but, you know, and it didn't totally feel like that. But especially with, with Jordan Eberle, like this, this hurt. This, yeah. you know, he, he really wanted this. And um, you could tell that. Uh, but he was still proud of the group. I think they were all proud of the group. Philip Grubauer really just talked at length about how much this team has come together. I'm going to see if I can pull up the transcript real quick about how much the group has come together, what it's all been for them, um, how tied together they are, play like a real team, all that kind of stuff, how much he's enjoyed all of those moments together. And even going into this game seven, even though there's a lot on the line, we enjoyed it. And that's, you know, how they like to play is just how much they've come together. Uh, Matty Beneers earlier today had kind of talked about how much this playoff run had brought them all together. And I think even with the coaching staff, with um, the front office folks that were around for this one, everybody, it was very much like, a, hey, we, we did this and, you know, we're still a team on the upswing. Like this is this is more of a beginning than an end. And I think that that's absolutely the uh, the way that the organization should be treating this one. And that includes ownership. I mean, ownership was here, too. That was definitely how they were feeling and everything. Fist bumps on the way out for everybody, including us from them. So uh, I, I think that that's, you know, all positive and good stuff. Yeah. And I think that's the way that a lot of people here in chat are, are seeing this as well. Uh, is it's a beginning, not an end. I think that's a good yeah. way to put it. So got a couple super chats here. Thank you for your patience. I just wanted to, uh, Sergeant Pickles and Gregory just wanted to, uh, you know, ask Dylan about that and kind of what the mood was. But first, Sergeant Pickles here, super chat. Boys fought until the end and exceeded all expectations. We have an identity and finally respect. They are all studs. Only dud is having to wait until October to do it all again. Love you, ECH fam. Oh, it's, it's brutal, right? Like I was just, you know, I was just finding my second wind, RJ, getting out here on the travel and everything. Glad and you were, man. Over. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's true. And, and there's going to be, you know, next season for the first time, I think they're going to have to play with expectation, but I think that there can be fun with that too. You know what I mean? When, when you know what you're capable of, right? It's one thing for the expectation on the outside. It's a different thing to have that expectation within the locker room and within that squad. And as you look at the growth that the young guys are going to be taking, whether it's a Matty Beniers, you see if somebody like a Ty Cartier has played his way onto the roster, right? Like there's going to be so much excitement around that. And it's not going to feel like maybe some other teams that were eliminated this week where it was, oh no, we blew it again. It's a like, hey, let's let's see how much better we can even be this year kind of thing. Like let's see where we can take steps forward. And so I'm, I, for one, am really, really excited for all that. I think it's going to be a really fun and exciting training camp. Uh, it's just a bummer that we got to wait so long for it. I know. I know. Looking forward to dev camp in the summer. Uh, we yes. got a few questions about kind of our off season plans and I did let them know that you're planning on coming up for dev camp yep. and to meet, meet people for sure. We want to do Definitely. some fun activities with that uh, as well. Super chat here from Gregory. One last lemon lime Gatorade time, baby. What an unbelievable season. Oh, you have it. Of there course it is. I have it. I traveled both games. You know, I found ways of getting it through uh, TSA and all that good stuff. Smart, smart. Look at that. <laughs> both of you guys have been amazing. It was great seeing y'all in person. Hashtag grew. I mean, yeah, oh it was gosh. great meeting you, Gregory, too. That you really enjoyed that. And I mean, grew like let's let you talk about Grubauer. I have, uh, you know, I have praised him a lot tonight. I mean, what, what did you see from Philip Grubauer tonight? I mean, one of the best goaltending performances ever. When you factor in the fact that it's a game seven, 
um, what he was having to do deal with against the team that he was having to face. I mean, I, I, I don't know what else there is to say about it other than that. I mean, it, he was absolutely incredible. Whether you're just, you know, eye test the amount of point blank shots he had to he had to steal for this team, the breakaways that he stopped for this team. Whether you look at the fact that, like, what I mean, he's going to have like close to two goals saved above expected after this one. Like analytics wise, this is one of the strongest games that you could ever expect your goaltender to give you. Um, I just think it's it's so important that we saw that continue from him, and that we saw it when really the season was completely on the line. So that it establishes that confidence, it establishes that he is the number one guy for this team, right? This the, Grubauer is the guy, right? The contract's fine, like all that stuff works because of how he played this postseason and how he played in a game like tonight. And um, you know, it's it's a shame that maybe the rest of the team wasn't able to reach that same level that he was in this one. Um, but the bottom line is, what you ask your goaltender to do is be that guy who keeps you in it. To, who tries to steal it for you, who is that last line of defense. And he did all three of those things tonight to, to a T. I mean, he did it, I felt, better than Ottinger just because Ottinger wasn't really tested uh, in a lot of ways. But Grubauer was completely tested in this one. I mean, I, I, if, if there are people still out there critical of Philip Grubauer, all I can say is let last season go, watch this game again. Because the amount of point yep. blank shots, the amount of unblocked shots, the amount of breakaways, he was the guy absolutely the guy and uh he's been that this entire postseason run so um that that to me is just huge yeah i think we need to remember that all off season for sure mm -hmm. um so we got declan saint don't want to ask where that gatorade was hidden <laughs> yeah I don't, maybe we don't want to know no that's see our bud see our bud dylan keeps lemon lime gatorade in a shoulder holster is that it mm -hmm. uh something like that yeah something like that um so let's see. Um, and real quick, the um, air is asking, do you have those ECH pins for sale? We're getting some positive comments on the pins. Okay. I have a lot of them. Like I, I thought about, you know, just seeing like, Hey, who wants them? And I can just kind of mail them to you at cost or whatever. Um, but it was a lot of, just, we had a lot going on, a lot going on yeah. otherwise this season. And so that's kind of what happened with it. But if you're ever at a game, just like message me at a home game, just message me. I will bring you one. I know it's, it'll be a while from now, but if you see me, I have them on me. Say hi. I will give you one. Yeah. Um, we'll try to have so them around for like dev camp and all the off season events and stuff we do too. Yep. Yep. No, that's good too. Um, all right. So I, I only got like, you know, maybe a little past halfway through chat Dylan. Oh yeah. There was just so much you know, going on. Um, it's one of those days. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so I'm going to try and find my place in chat and kind of see where we were. Um, all right. We, I mean, you know, I, while you, while you find it, um, I guess I can talk about some stuff too. Uh, yes. I haven't gotten to yet. Oh, that's true. Um, Sorry, Dylan. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, yeah, what did Haxtell say? What are the players? I, I realized I lost my tra train of thought here. I mean, the big, the big things as far as like the post game availability goes, I already talked about like Haxtell talked about how much this group really came together, how he, how, you know, the, the feeling of this, these are guys that could get it done grew throughout the season that he first started feeling the, the hints of that in the off season through training camp, just how, how much certain guys were clicking with each other and how fun that was to see. And then how over the course of the season that just progressed and progressed until you get to the playoffs where as you know, Maddie Grubauer saying this squad just felt like they were come together in a way 
that um, they hadn't really felt before. And, and they thought that this, this group could absolutely do whatever they put their minds to, which I, I, you know, I kind of agree with Haxtell that he had that feeling earlier. I think I had that feeling earlier. I think we all did, right? Watching them never give up in games, all that kind of stuff. I think that really speaks to the way the group operates and, and works together through everything. Um, but uh, that, that, was, that was really it through the media availability. Obviously, otherwise, you know, guys like Jordan Everly talking about what the young guys bring, how, how impactful they were through all this just trying to teach them the lesson of, you know, hey, it's it's hard to get here. It took me seven years to get to the playoffs, right? And here you've got guys like Maddie, Ty Karche's line mates, and they're there their first, you know, full season, their first time in the NHL, getting to the playoffs and just understanding that, you know, look, it's not that easy to get here. Uh, they, they know, obviously, going through this, that it's not easy to get to you know, game seven of the second round, um, but also to, you know, be, be happy with, with what you were able to get done, right? Yeah, yes, you didn't achieve what you maybe wanted to, and all your childhood dreams didn't come true at the age of 20. But, you know, understand that what you were able to do is really amazing and uh, appreciate that and, you know, get rest and get ready for next year. Um, as far as the game goes, talked about Grubauer, obviously. I just felt like the Kraken never really had it. They had it a little bit in the first period. That, that, you know, early PK was phenomenal, all that great stuff, that, what a gutsy effort that was. Um, but it just felt like, you know, Haxall said that everybody was just like a, maybe a step too slow um, to, to get to certain things. I thought it was just they, they never really committed to anything offensively, right? They never committed to getting in front of Jake Ottinger. They never committed to going to the slot. They never committed to trying to create secondary chances. And I think that's really the big one because they were so successful this series in the games that they were successful because of secondary chances, getting in front of Ottinger, you know, pulling him out of the play. That's what we talked so much about after the last game. And they just did none of that in this one. Uh, I do think, you know, credit to the stars and credit to Pete DeBoer. They made the change. They took Hockenpah out of the lineup. They stuck in Colin Miller, my boy, of course, got to come and drive this dagger into me in game seven. Um, but credit to them for making that change and making the structural change that they needed to. And really all they did was go back to what they did in game four. And you know what? I mean, Kraken had no answer for it really in that one. Didn't really have an answer for it so much in game five either. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, if you're a pizza boy, why wouldn't you go back to that? In, uh, in game seven, where they kind of stagger their two defensemen, one on top of each other. I wish I had the whiteboard with me. Um, just kind of creating a wall that, that you know, the Kraken love, as we all know. Make those cross-zone passes in the offensive zone. Try to make a pass backdoor to somebody net front, all that stuff. Dallas just made sure instead of having their two defensemen like this in front of Ottinger, they had them like this. And the Kraken were just never able to get past that. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of the case. And we, um, you know, we, we talked about the coaching brilliance of Peter DeBoer in here earlier, for sure. Um, super chat here from Braun. Uh, just, it's a heart. So love you, Braun. Thank you so Definitely. much for the super chat. Thanks for being with us. Yep. There we go. I'll do the, the heart back here. And then a huge super chat here. Another giant super chat. This one from NPC Chris. Stick taps for the ECH crew and the boys. What a magical season. Can't wait for next year. I mean, it, it really was a magical season. Thank you for the giant super chat there, yeah. uh, NPC Chris. Uh, here, Dylan, you can, you can go now. No, I mean, that's, that's amazing. I mean, thank you to you. Thank you to everybody. Uh, you know, seeing them all in here now. Um, can yeah, you see it, them? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Wow. It's, been yeah. An, it's been an insane, uh, amazing season. Oh. Yeah, no, this is oh, okay. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, it's been an amazing season. 
uh, I mean, I, like all of it, right? Just the start of training camp and going through everything there and the offseason moves that they did, bringing in a Burakovsky, making the Oliver Bjorkstrand trade and how excited we all were. And it felt like, okay, hey, you know, Kraken are going to take a step forward this year. They're, they're kind of more going for it. We're in year two of the three to five year plan. And then how everything just kind of progressed as the season went on and, and the ups and downs and the ability to do that with everybody here within this community. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've mentioned all of you, the community, just in these two trips to Dallas uh, with everybody else, talking with uh, all the people that I don't get to talk to. I'm sure, RJ, you get to talk about everybody all the time, but being able to talk about everybody and, and what a great you know community it is in these post-games, uh, how incredible it is that everybody's embraced you know, my dog as part of it, how incredible it is that everybody's on the Discord and we're all there, and the fact that everybody's nice and supportive and and just how incredible that is because you know certain other aspects of the media maybe they sometimes don't always get to see that and so just kind of being able to let everybody know that hey you know there's a lot of amazing kraken fans out there uh and and just because they're you know the way they operate they don't get to interact with the community as much it's really awesome to be able to share that with everybody um, but it really comes because all of you are are all so awesome and amazing that uh, i get to brag about you all <laughs> yes, well said. I'm glad you're having the opportunity, uh, you know, to brag about everyone there. Uh, it's great. And I will let you know, as far as Afra and being involved or whatever, we definitely had people calling for Afra on the stream. I pulled up some pictures of her, put them up in front of the camera. So people had, I guess, the next best thing. Your mom even sent a picture in of Afra watching the game uh, that I was able to put up there. So um, that worked out really well. I was going to say, everybody, you know, I've, I've seen people think I'm lying when I say Afra watches the game. She's She's right there. She watches them. She knows. That she was photo proof. She knows. <laughs> that is great. And then one more thing too, as I'm looking at these super chats that I wanted to, to talk about too, and just thank everyone for while you're on here too, is, is everyone's support and like, you look, it's it's not free being able to fly out to Dallas and, and to cover the game in person there. And, you know, we're lucky to get such monetary support from from so many people. And, you know, especially the Patreon. I want to shout out the Patreon because that helps us a ton. I mean, that is really what makes it possible for us, you know, to, to provide coverage like that, to send you out to games like that. Um, and just I want to thank everyone for that. Thank the patrons, especially, um, you know, for that, because it, it it allows us to do what we do and, and just want to give you the opportunity to, to talk about that, especially uh, with this trip that you're on. Yeah. I mean, this trip has been incredible or these two trips. I know it all feels like the same trip just <laughs> because it's, it's all happened so close together. Um, but it, it, it's been an, an amazing experience, right? I mean, this is, it, it's, it's one thing to, to, you know, say that this is your job and to, you know, cover the, the sport. And I, and I do love doing all the post games and everything and hanging out with Afrid and doing all that stuff from the house and whatnot. Um, but to be able to go out on a road for a big time playoff series, right? Round two to be here for a game seven um, really is like a dream come true. And, and to, to, you know, have all of you help make that happen and really make that happen, not even help make it happen, make it happen. Um, is truly, truly special. And it's something I will forever be grateful for. Yeah, no. So I, me too, as, as well. I mean, just thank you everyone for your support. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. So now I'm kind of, 
toward the bottom of the chat here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's, you know, there, there's so much, if you, if you have anything you kind of want to re up or whatever, please put it in the bottom of the chat so we can get it to it. Cause there is just way too much for me to kind of go through and find a spot. Um, but, uh, looking at, you know, some of the more recent ones, I mean, Jake asking, I, and, and I'm sure you'll cover this in much more detail in the off season, but who you like in the draft this year. Cause uh, there's been a little bit of conversation with that kind of for the off season and you know, where it's all going. Yeah, I I mean I'm assuming you mean as far as like who the Kraken could be targeting yeah, at, yeah. The, at the end of the first round. Some quick names you want to say you called it first? No, I, I haven't really looked at that end of the draft. I've been focused at the beginning of the draft um, for the scouting reports and everything, just to have those you know ready in time for like the draft lottery and stuff. As we've gotten you know thousands of views in the last like week or so on those. Um, so I haven't done my due diligence there yet. That is all coming, especially now that the offseason is finally here. I can totally shift focus to the draft now, get working on the the mock draft, all that stuff. So um, unfortunately, I got to say, stay tuned. All right. That's fine. Uh, Fieldman, does Carts keep playoff championship dreams alive with the Firebirds? I hadn't thought about that until right now reading that. Absolutely could. Uh, Didn't the Firebirds play today? Do you know what happened? Uh, I don't, but I bet I bet chat could tell us pretty quickly. (laughs) <laughs> let, me see. let me see if I can pull this up. Yeah. Um, let's see. But yeah, no, the Firebirds, I mean, because Karche can be sent right back down, I think. Um, he was, he second, was on there. All right. Sorry. End of the second. Calgary's up 2-1. All right. It's a close game. One goal game Definitely. heading into the third. We we are familiar with that already tonight. Hopefully it goes better uh, for the Firebirds in their case. Um so I'm looking at it. Yeah, Ty, Ty Karchi, I believe, is eligible to go back down because oh, he was yeah. on their roster at the at the deadline. So, um, and he's still that'll got, be fun. Like you know, all through this series, I mean, that guy's got a ton of energy. He he could totally go down and and make that happen. And yeah. especially after playing up here, doing the things physically that he's been able to do up here, I got to think he'd have a lot of confidence too, which would be really important as well. I want to see where that confidence gets him too. I mean, I imagine like the, again, the level's probably lower, <laughs> you know, yeah. in the AHL and he should be able to do even more things too. Um, yeah. I want to see him parlay that into to helping the firebirds. And I know they're not happy the Kraken are out, but I'm sure they'll be happy to get that major reinforcement there uh, for their own run. Um, let's see. Um, I like this one from, if I can. Uh, yeah, from, go ahead. Go um, ahead. Favorite single moments from the season. And I know this might be more of like a deep dive thing for the off seasons. We like yeah, look yeah. back on everything, but I thought that was an incredible question. And it's one that I I'm curious to know everybody's answer in chat as well. But I mean, that's really tough. I don't know. I, I know we're going to have to think about this. And I was, I, I kind of told everyone earlier in this that like last night I was just going through all my favorite kind of photos from this season kind of reliving those moments. And mm-hmm. I mean, I tried to narrow it down to like pick 10 for a post or something. And I ended up with like 35. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's so hard to, to pick a favorite moment. I mean, there's just a lot. I, I, I want to be able to give an answer, but we're definitely going to kind of be able to go the, through that and, and talk the, about it. The two that come to mind is the Maddie OT game winner against the Capitals, where it just right off the faceoff goes in, scores the goal, sends everybody home. CPA just is so loud, all that good stuff. Um, and then the second one is, you know, kind of the culmination in the season when they got to 100 points. Jared McCann gets his 40th of the season in Arizona. I felt like that was like a big moment, at least as far as like the, the moments I was there personally for. I think that Arizona game was a lot. Um, but, you know, can I just say like the month of March 
where like they figured it out. They came out of that like February gloom and we were all like, oh my gosh, they're going to just fall like a rock right out of the playoffs, all that stuff. Um, that, that also, I think, uh, was a big deal for me. Yeah, I mean, I, that was huge. The, the clinching game to me was great because I love those games that kind of just feel like a celebration of everything. Uh, mm-hmm. And that one just felt like a whole party for everyone, you know, at, at Climate Pledge and uh, just being there for that. Um, I, I always enjoy the, um, maybe not my favorite moment, but I always enjoy the uh, the Super Skills Showcase because that's just a, yeah. a moment kind of that's all about fun, just a really great day for the fans. Uh, I love that one as well. Yeah. All right. Super chat here from Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth. This is one of one of a few super ch- big super chats from you here tonight. I watched the game with a goalie. He kept complimenting Gru and saying how incredibly he played. Hats off. Gru is our guy. And yeah, I would certainly expect a, a goalie, yeah. anyone who plays goalie, to recognize the brilliance uh, in Grubauer's game tonight. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, one of the better additions to playoff coverage has been Henrik Lundqvist on TNT. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I won't you know, give too much love to any of the networks and how they've covered our team. But uh, he did do a fantastic job earlier in this series talking about Philip Grubauer and the kind of goaltending style that he plays. And that the bottom line is he's just like a textbook perfect kind of guy, right? It's all about his positioning. It's all about staying square. It's all about how he holds his arms and tucks them in a little bit, takes away that six and seven hole under the arms that especially can beat you when you drop down into butterfly all the technical aspects that Philip Grubauer gets so right. And then he had, you know, so right all throughout this playoffs. Uh, It also explains why, you know, maybe when Philip Grubauer struggles at times, it's because, you know, if you rely on fundamentals and your fundamentals are a little off, that, that becomes a problem for you. But the bottom line was all through the playoffs, his fundamentals were, were absolutely perfect. He took, uh, he took all the blame for that second goal, that, that Wyatt Johnston goal. He was like, look, you know, it's, it's one thing in the other ones where there's like a breakdown or a miscue in front of you and then you're the last line of defense and something gets by you like that hint goal. It's another thing when like you just get beat and he was just yeah. so upset and sorry for the rest of the guys that he just got beat on that one. And I'm looking at it and I'm going like, what else was he supposed to do? Like, like stick his, his head and wedge it up into the corner there to stop that shot. Um, but it shows you the kind of team player guy that he is. He's just focused on, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, he, he's so he's so fantastic. So fantastic. Yeah. Happy and that, speaking that of Gru- he was able to get this year in. Yeah. And speaking of Grubauer, this one from Leaf, some recency bias. But my favorite moment is Grubauer's jump for joy as time expired in Colorado. I love that moment. I kind of want to go through because we've got lots of people posting their favorite moments in here, yeah. which is great. Love to see that. Uh, Lindsay's saying that the Beneers seven second goal in overtime uh, airs Yanni's overtime win uh, Hunter game seven, Colorado or beating Boston. Yeah. Draber, personally, my favorite moment was going to my first Kraken game and seeing them score eight. You're going to have to be more specific. Which game was it? That was, was, what, three or four times we did that? Yeah. (laughs) So uh, we don't even know what game you're talking about. That's how how good the Kraken were doing offensively for for a lot of this season. Love that. Um, Shay, my favorite moment, my two favorite players, Jared and Vince hitting career highs and Jared becoming the league's quietest 40 goal scorer. Yeah. It was, it was um, a big one. Yeah. Uh, Dace, the win in Boston. It really felt like the announcement that the Kraken are a legit franchise going forward, especially as someone who went to university in Boston. Oh yeah. That's gotta be big. Um, and Sean agreeing favorite moment was the Krakens win over the Bruins in Boston. Uh, Lindsay, the eight road wins Chicago game with y'all in January at Queen Anne beer hall too. 
that was a pretty yeah. great one as well. I mean, yes. those Queen Anne Beer Hall games too, getting to watch those with everybody. That was awesome. That was definitely a highlight. I mean, heck, the first game of the season, I remember I was at the Beer Hall, you know, with, with a lot of you there. And I mean, that was so fun. It feels like forever ago, um, but some really great moments as well. Um, you know, X Kid Z mentioned, yeah, the Matty OT goal. Um, perfect OT win against the Avs in the regular season. Um, Jules, here, I, I figured this one would be brought up at some point. My moment would have to be the game against the Kings, where the Kraken scored nine goals and the Kings had eight. Being there in person, I was going crazy. All my coworkers going crazy for my team. Dylan, you might know a little something about uh, being there in person and going crazy. Oh, are you chewing the five gum right now? Yeah. Yeah, me and Kate broke broke them out. We tried to get the Wonder Twin powers to activate between the two packs of five gum. Wasn't enough to get it going. Sorry, everybody, we tried. Uh, But yes, I mean, I I don't know. That one, I've like almost, I I just like blacked out while it was happening. So I almost forget it happened. But what this is telling me is like, oh my gosh, like how can I ever try to pick one favorite moment? Right? Like that 9-8 game was absolutely wild. Just everybody in the press bridge, nobody knows what to do. The fact that at one point I was trying to get a tweet out about the goal that was scored. And before I could get a single tweet out, 140 characters away, two more goals were scored in that game. Like, there's just absolutely never been anything else like it that I've been to live in any sport. That one was incredible. Uh, yeah, there's just so many, so many moments. And that's that's what I love about this, too. And I love that, you know, we get to do these post-game lives, too, because it really helps us all like it, it does help cement those moments and because when i think about them i don't just think about the game itself or when that moment happened i start remembering how excited everybody was how much fun we all had afterwards like with the maddie overtime winner that's partly why i chose it just because it was like i just remember hopping on that post game live and everybody just freaking out and i didn't know <laughs> what to say nobody knew what to say it was just like a hundred messages of ah maddie and um i just uh i love that aspect of all of this like that is still just my favorite part of this job hands down yeah uh, agreed and i remember that the post game live after that 9-8 la game just waiting for you to come on and just hear what you had experienced but experiencing that with everyone in chat as well setting a new record for for most viewers yep. um at the time too that was huge i mean just i I'll, i won't forget that and it's the post game live is really what i'll remember the most um you know rebecca easy favorite moment was being at the kraken's historic seven game road win streak especially getting to bring my dad to his first hockey game since the 60s whoa that's awesome But that was a different kind of game than whatever game he had been to last. (laughs) Yes, there was helmets for one. Helmets, I was going to say, yeah. (laughs) JMG, the first win against Vegas in in Vegas on Black Friday. You know, that's a big good one. Um, Let's see. I mean, VRN, that 9-8 game brought me here in a haze of... I'm sorry, did anyone else just see that? Um, So we're getting yeah, getting to the end of the, the favorites there. I mean, quick question here, Hunter. Oh, yeah, I mean, this this one is more of a... uh, deep dive question who's the backup goalie next season Drieger or decord that's going to be a whole thing yeah yeah there's going to be lots of stuff to talk about right like does ty cartier end up with the squad does you know what's been stunned situation uh i mean there's a lot of them um but uh yeah the, there'll be time for that soon yep uh your mom asking will you be doing a postseason wrap-up with phone in again this year that could I, be fun getting everyone. Let's I let's do that. To. I was already thinking that like that's on my list of things to go over with you once the season ended. I, I've got my whole list too. We've yeah. we've got some fun stuff uh, in the works. I think even yeah. independently. That we've, yeah, I was gonna say know, neither one of us really wanted to jinx it or anything and like talk about it because not talking about it 
things kept going. <laughs> right. So we, we kind of did put that off to the side a lot. Um, but we're going to we're going to have some fun conversations, you and I, Dylan, uh, once you get back from Dallas uh, and, and we're going to plan some really great stuff. Yeah. Um, Let's see, Paul. The o oh yeah, Paul. Good to see you in here, chat, Paul. Uh, OT win at home uh, versus the New York Rangers. You know that was great. And that I mean, big one too. Yeah, watching you watching you sing the anthem, Paul, was one of the highlights for me uh, of yes. this of this season. I mean, just that incredible story and, and and seeing how great a job you did as well, and how happy everyone was for you, and getting to capture that on video as well, especially as you went down the tunnel for talking with Todd Lewicki. I mean, it just you know, it made me so happy to, to see that and experience that. Um, so, I mean, you, you're definitely a big part of one of my highlights of the season. Um, yeah. Let's see. I, um, I remember that post game too, because it was the hockey fights cancer night. And, um, you know, obviously the messages, uh, you know, for you, Paul, and, and also for my mom and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and that was, you know, probably the most emotional post game that we did and mm -hmm. how awesome it was to be doing it after the win and everything it was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Becca, favorite was Pride Night at Climate Pledge. Even though we didn't win, it was the most fun game night ever. I mean, the Kraken did a great job for Pride Night. And oh, I, yeah. I know they will again next year. Definitely. Uh, as well. uh, uh, Firebirds uh, just tied it up. Awesome. Let's go. Nice. Cool, cool. Kalen, the Lars OT winner while you guys were doing the live commentary. <laughs> that was a classic. Oh, my gosh. You did it. Oh, man. I didn't even know what to say. It was one of those, like, it was like, I know I need to be reacting big, but I just don't even know what to do. Like, I was just so stunned, you know, just, just him, Lars. like, cheating up the ice and it just happens. Like, that was incredible. Oh, man. Yeah. It, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Draybert, uh, clarifying here, the eight goal game I went to was against the Sens. All right. So, it was the okay, Ottawa yeah. game. That was a fun one. I remember that just being, like, a fun overall game. Yeah, that was a fun game, and I believe it was pretty close to what Edward's saying here. Favorite moment was watching the Chicago game at Queen Anne Beer Hall, meeting RJ and Dylan. Yeah, yeah. The, what, six goals in the first period? I mean, yeah, like, Beer Hall was rocking. Yeah, it made it so much fun. It took all the, like, um, pressure and anxiety and, and maybe the little bit of, like, worry that you and I had, RJ, just because we didn't know how that whole situation was going to go. There was yeah. a lot of stuff that, you know, was still, like, kind of up in the air, like just walking into the building and for the game to start that way, just put every you put us at ease it made like everything was just going to be all right we were just there to have a good time and and everything was awesome like the the kraken really came through for us there <laughs> yeah no that that helps quite a bit uh the opposite of like a 1-0 loss that's just your nightmare going into that situation um so elizabeth here can we have a moment for ty effing Cartier? i mean there's going to be lots of moments about him over the off season I mean, I'll go ahead and spoil my thoughts. I think he's going to be on this team next year because of the way Dave Haxall has talked about him, talking about the physical presence, the physicality that he brings, what that means to the line, just the way also you hear like Jordan Eberle talk about him alongside Maddie, and, and you know, you just can't help but think about those two young guys growing together. But he played fantastic. Like there's just no other way around it is he played fantastic. Uh, watching him tonight out there um, – just, you know, regardless of who he was out there with, as, as changes were getting mis mixed up at some times, um, you just knew that you could count on him to do his job. And I think that that's a big, big deal. And for him to play that way in a game seven of a round two on the road, I just think speaks, you know, volumes about who he is as a player. And so I think he's going to get a really, really long look next training camp. Yeah, he looked ready. He looked like he belonged. And I mean, that's 
that's what's going to be so excited about training camp is he can go out there, build on it and, and, and try and earn a full-time job. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, uh, Flipsy putting this back in chat. We had expected goals of four grew only led in two. grew played great. I mean, yeah, yeah he, he did. Um, let's see. Yeah. Oh, super, super chat here from Paul. Thank you so much, Paul. I don't see a message with it. Uh, right here, but I'll, um, oh, we'll hear a little bit earlier. Yeah, thank, yeah. thank you, RJ and Dylan. That was a very emotional evening and your support has always been palpable. Very Appreciate welcome. that so much, Paul. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, and uh, yeah, can't wait to, to see you for, uh, you know, the off season stuff next yeah, season. Definitely. All great. Love whenever I, uh, I run into you at games, practices, anything. Um, let's see. Uh, Jack, but here's win the Calder trophy. I sure think he does. I mean, gosh, you look at the other two finalists right now. Um, <laughs> Owen Power, who hasn't been playing for a little bit, and Stuart Skinner, who probably cost the Oilers their series against Vegas. Um, Matty has to win the Calder. He has to. He has to. Even yep. just on the regular season performance. Like, there's just no way. I just can't yep. see it. No. You know, if you're, if you're an eye test person, you like what you see out of him. If you're an analytics person, you look at the defensive metrics that he was able to put up this year and you go, a 20-year-old in his first full season did that? Like, okay, on a team that then went to the playoffs, all that? Like, come on. Yeah, it's just no arguments. <laughs> I mean, uh, Shay, I have to add another moment. Getting a signed stick from Vince when the team came to Columbus, my proudest non-game-related moment. I mean, we were all so happy so for you happy. on that one, Shay. I yeah. mean, well-deserved. Glad you got that stick. I know. I love getting to know so many people in this community so well so that it's not just like, oh, people know my dog or people know that I like <laughs> Lars or whatever. Right. But it's like that I get to know who everybody else in the community likes, who all their favorite players are, that when something good happens for them, we all get to share in that as well. Like, you know, it isn't just about you and I, RJ. It really is all of us in this together uh, through, through the good, the bad. And then obviously, you know, we can support each other when there's rough stuff. But uh, celebrate with each other when that when those really cool moments happen and we all are genuinely happy about that for that other person i just think that's so special yeah and knowing that about people too and just where you can kind of root for things knowing that oh that player did something amazing i know who's going to be happy about that yep. um you know just love to see that um joey favorite moment uh was when andre burakovsky scored the ot winner against the new jersey devils that was a really good game that was a big one yeah that was a big one. Boy, that's a, that's a team, you know, they're going to be good uh, for the same window of time that we are. But boy, we've had their number every time we've had to play them. So that's that's a good thing. Unfortunately, yep. they're in the East. We don't play them I know. that often. I know. <laughs> but uh, Become a cup good. final one day. Who knows? Yep. I mean, hey, those the Jack teams Hughes have guy a great future. Yep. <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh, that's my favorite moment when i said that and then the next game he just didn't play mysteriously yeah, he was in because some injury yeah like yes, that was absolutely my favorite moment of the season <laughs> <laughs> your powers are too great dylan um let's see super chat here from kaylin thanks for answering all my questions what would prevent any of the kraken from going to play with coachella valley you want me to handle this or do you want it dylan? yeah no go for it Okay, so uh, what would prevent them from playing with Coachella Valley is basically waivers, and it's the kind of thing they've dealt with all season, right, where certain players are, are waiver-exempt and others are not. And most Kraken players, because they've been in the league for a certain amount of years or, or played in a certain number of games, they would need waivers in order to be sent down. And, you know, like let's say you go wave a Jared McCann to try and send him to Coachella. You know, he's going to get claimed, but that's a very bad idea. Um, but certain players are young enough or haven't played enough games, like a Ty Cartier, like a Matty Beneers, actually, um 
I, I don't think you want to send him back down there. He's he's done. But um, you know where they can be sent back down. So it's basically the waiver eligibility is what would prevent them uh, from heading back down there. Also, I believe you have to. No, that was why it doesn't work for Beniers. But you have to send. They have to be on the AHL roster at the trade deadline to be eligible as well to play in the playoffs. And that's why you'll see a bunch of what's called paper transactions where guys will be sent down at the deadline, you know, just and then brought right back up so that they're eligible. So. Beneers, you can't do it because they didn't send him back down to Coachella just for half of a day uh, to be do that, to do that. So sorry, SJ, can't send him to Coachella. Um, but good question again, Kalen. You've had a lot of good questions yeah. all season. Happy to keep answering them. Um, and, and thank you for the super chat there. Yep, definitely. I mean, you've, you've handled all that. <laughs> There's nothing left to add. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> just like the Mother's Day thing last time. Yeah, um, exactly. So ditto. Um, you know, it was great. I had my mom drive me to the airport on Mother's Day. <laughs> yes, thank you. I oh, want to shout out Dylan's mom for driving me to the airport super early on Mother's Day. Appreciate that for, for the good of ECH. Yep. Uh, love that. Uh, Sean here, folks, the Patreon is worth it just for the live commentaries. So much fun. Uh, yeah. Thank you there, Sean. I mean, I, I always have a great time with those yeah, live commentaries. And you know what? More of them are coming. I mentioned this earlier yeah. uh, in the post game, but a lot more of them coming now with the Kraken out and, and we'll do some for the conference finals. We'll do some for the Stanley Cup final. Looking forward to that with all of you. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, super excited about that and just being able to watch uh, watch hockey again, RJ. I mean, like, what, what do we do? You just root against Vegas now, I think? <laughs> yep. I mean, well, yeah, I got everyone's opinions on that. I, I know personally I'm going to be rooting for Dallas going forward. We had a lot of people saying, I don't usually root for, you know, the team that eliminates my team, but in this case one. we can make an exception. And you know what, especially with all the, the nice stars fans that we've had in here for this post game, I think we feel a little yeah. bit uh, better about that, that as well. Um, and I'll tell you the, the behind the scenes like team that handles the media here is absolutely fantastic. They learned my name day one. So today they they all dressed me by Dylan. Like, like that's a oh, nice that's touch. Nice. That's a really nice touch. So they were, they were really, really classy behind the scenes and everything. That is great. Um, and Cheshire cat disagreeing. No F that VGK for me. All right. We've, we've got some difference of opinions here. Um, yes. Want to say hi to Kepler Kepler. Hey guys, yeah. just now able to tune in. What a great year. Thanks for tuning in, Kepler. I, I know you know a lot of people with a busy night, but thank you for stopping by. Really appreciate yep. that, and appreciate your support all season. It was great getting to meet you. You know, coming out to those beer, beer hall, hall events yeah. with us. Yeah, great, uh, just awesome. Uh, sorry, I'll let Dylan talk before I say everything. No, again. no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I was just gonna bring up the beer hall. <laughs> well, there you go. So nice to meet you, and thank you there. Oh my gosh, An another giant super chat. Wow. Um, an hour 40 in. Love to see that. This one from Corey. Thanks, men, for this season and last. Lovely bride and I caught all the post games. Boomers here in the back of the room listening and smiling. See you. See you all next year. All the best. Thank you so much, Corey. I mean, I'm glad caught all the post games. That is great. Boomers in the back of the room listening and smiling. <laughs> Love to see that as well. Yeah. Can't wait till next year. Thank you for the giant super chat. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for being around for, for all the post game lives and everything too. Uh, you know, dropping in and, and saying stuff and, and whatnot. I mean, again, all of this works because it's, you know, it's a community-based thing. That's, that's how I talk about it because that's what it is. And that only works because everybody is here. Uh, and I know that there's a lot of people that, um, you know, are, are in here a lot or all the time and they don't always say stuff or they say stuff infrequently, but just know that, you know, we, we still see you. We still appreciate yes, we you. Do. Like that all still means a ton. 
um, and, and just having those vibes, having all that stuff. I mean, even, you know, business perspective, right. You can put that hat on and it's like the views help when it comes to potential sponsorships, all that stuff. But really, I just think it helps add to that sense of community when everybody's in here and, um, it's just so awesome. Yeah, no, it really is. I mean, thank you again for, for that super chat. Um, this is from Amanda. To be honest, today has been the fave part of the season. Reflecting with you guys on my favorites, professional sports season ever has been unreal and has really softened the blow of today's loss. I know this post game doesn't really feel like a po- uh, like you know post loss yeah. post game, especially not a big one. Um, you know, I'm I'm just having a great time. I was gonna say like going from the Kraken situation, and you know, like I said, it wasn't as like down as it potentially could have been, but it certainly wasn't. You know jovial uh and then the the stars who were all just tired uh and then to this like this has definitely been like the happiest group of people i've been around uh for the last <laughs> you know any time in the last like two hours yeah for sure a couple like little logistical questions i'm going to cover real quick just so we have them answered daniel if we kept going in the playoffs would we have burned Cartier's 10 game rookie limit so no he's not eligible for the contract slide he's too old he's 22 years old um so yeah not eligible there yeah, it didn't matter uh and then jmg when will the calder winner be announced it'll be announced at the nhl awards right before the draft so it'll be in nashville uh you know again the night before the nhl draft so that'll be in yeah late june yeah i believe um, the draft is the 28th that kicks off or maybe that's yeah. the award show but one of the like that gives yeah you around the 28th yep um mega man favorite moment was when uh Golvenin revenge game where he scored twice that's another good one um shay now a question for you both are you bandwagoning a team i also am a huge canes fan so they are my pick to win it all now yeah um i mean that's a good question i don't know I picked Dallas in the ECH bracket. So like if I won that, finally, I could just get you off my back. That's a pretty good reason to root for a team, I guess. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I think after all this and going on this postseason ride with the Kraken, I think personally I might just take a, a step back and, and just enjoy watching hockey you know, from a fan lens a little bit. Um, and then even just as I'm saying that, we all know I'm just going to end up rooting for my boy Matthew Kachuk in Florida the whole rest of this way. Brandon Montour coming alive all these years after I was you know, screaming at him in Anaheim, like, come on, <laughs> how do I not go with Florida? Yeah, I, I think that's going to be my approach, too, is just I'm, I'm going to enjoy this as a neutral for a bit because it's been too stressful for the first two yeah. rounds. I do miss it a little bit, kind of miss, you know, just the, the distance perspective from last year. I will say I will root for a couple uh, a couple former Sharks, uh, Brent Burns and Joe Pavelski. Yep. Who I'd, I'd love to see win a Stanley Cup. Very they deserve, absolutely right. deserve it. Both of them. So if you get a, a Stars Canes Cup final, give me that. And I know at least one of them will win the but Stanley think- Cup. But RJ, if Matthew Kachuk wins the Stanley okay, Cup, okay, Panthers are fine too. Panthers are fine. They're great. I love of, them. Think it, of all of the takes of should they have drafted him first overall instead of Austin Matthews? Don't we want that, everybody? Am I not selling this for all of you? <laughs> you're you're not wrong. You're not <laughs> wrong. I just I have again. If not for the the sorry, if Brent Burns wasn't on the Canes, I'd be going Florida all the way. Florida, Florida, <laughs> Florida. Sergey Bobrovsky, are you saying we don't want him to go win a Stanley Cup? Come on, everybody. <laughs> well, I, I I don't need that the, for my whole don't, don't pay goalies thing. I was thing, gonna arguably. say you don't want that for the whole uh, you know, the, the air of expensive goalies to begin. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, maybe with Grubauer locked in at the 5.9, maybe it can begin then and we're good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Green Vegas, not even once. Everyone but Vegas got a few of those. Um, 
Let's see. Anybody but Vegas NPC, Chris. Um, let's see. Jay, I know that it's been said, but the fact that we got two seven-game series in this postseason is just going to build the team for the future. It'll be a yeah. force next year. I'd love having 14 playoff games. Even if you go two rounds, you don't necessarily get 14 games every time. No, and uh, I mean, what was the number one thing that we all talked about when they made the playoffs or when the playoffs were starting? It was all about, okay, they get to get this experience, right? None of us thought really that they were even going to get this far. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe some diehards in which case good for you for always believing. like, don't stop believing. hold on to that feeling. But I just think that it's one of those things that we wanted them to get experience. We wanted the young guys to get experience. And then when game seven against Colorado came, right, my whole thing was, well, win or lose, you're getting guy like Matty Benier, some game seven experience. You're getting, uh, you know, Vince Dunn, uh, more game seven experience. You're getting all those guys, game seven experience. You're getting them to have that experience together. Uh, and then for them to win that and then go on to this and go through this second game seven experience. And you know what? I think there's benefits to losing a game seven, right? To understanding that, you know, they didn't have their best effort tonight, right? Like that's, let's just, just be real about it, right? We've seen them play better than they played tonight. And um, for them to go through that and understand that, you know, in the playoffs, in a situation like a game seven, if that happens, you go home the next day and that's it. There's no more hockey. There's no more having that fun. There's no more of being with the team in that way, going to, you know, showing up for work, showing up for morning skates, all of that stuff. Um, I do think that it's one of those, you know, it's one of those lessons that guys do need to learn along their journeys. And um, yeah, it sucks. It's not fun, but I, I think that there's still a lot of positives that can come from what we saw tonight. Yeah, I agree. And I got some message. I forget who it was from, like at the start of this game, like we're going to win or we're going to learn. And that's, yeah. you know, that's a good way to look at it uh, with the game seven loss there. Um, uh, this one from AutoCat. I, I want to get to this one just because um, I, I remember I'd actually, I skipped one earlier. They kind of in chat there, but I see you. Uh, year two of ECH in the books. Thanks again, guys, for all your hard work. On to year three. Yep. Looking forward to it. Um, all right. Uh, I won't keep you in Dallas forever here. We will kind of <laughs> wrap this up soon as we get toward the, the bottom of chat here. Um, uh, Shay also is a Canes fan. I have to appreciate them for how they've been built by our guy, Ronnie franchise. I think we can look yeah. at the Canes as what the Kraken may look like in the future. I do think that is kind of the template. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And I, uh, there's definitely something to be said for that. We all know I sneakily want Sebastian Ajo to end up here. All that good stuff. And Ron, the builder, incredible playoff beard. Like, absolutely incredible. I, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Oh my God. No. I, Has it been I posted online anywhere? Or like, no, I would have taken a picture. I thought like maybe somebody else had seen it, but like I just I haven't I, seen him I, around I, at games. Yeah, I, I I didn't see him at game five, but he came down at this during this one. Like I said, front office was all here. Him and all the assistant general managers, the entire entire ownership group. Oh, I didn't see Jerry Bruckheimer, but uh, but a lot of the ownership group was here. Um, and like I said, everybody was very you know like positive about things. But incredible playoff beard give off some some like good modern day young santa vibes interesting that's all right well you know, and that kind of like full roundedness yeah yeah that's, that's the kind of thing we're talking about still with some dark in here yeah it was a really good it was a really good playoff beard as you'd expect right that guy never looks bad 
Oh yeah, no, that's true. So I'm again another reason. I'm glad we sent you over there for this important <laughs> information for me. And um, for all the diehards in here, almost two hours after post game, I know. Starts. Can you imagine every all still over a hundred, over one twenty in here, almost two hours later. Um, Kepler, I think I'm going to have to catch some of the T-Birds finals games this week to continue my fix for Seattle playoff hockey. I know it's one of those things. I'm so yeah. disappointed I haven't been able to go to a lot of their playoff run because mm -hmm. of everything going on with the Kraken. But now I I got to find a way to get out there for one of these games uh, before I head back to SoCal. I got to think you could probably get one of these if you really wanted it. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think so. I think I may have to ask the people. I feel bad like, hey, I know I'm just showing up now, <laughs> but <laughs> it's been tough. Um, I, I, think it's, I think it's really important. One of the things that I thought about, and it would be it's something that I put on my off-season list to talk to you about, is I would love to talk with the, the players on the Kraken maybe during a training camp about you know, their experience playing junior hockey, or if there's enough guys who specifically played in the WHL to talk about that WHL experience, talk about what the WHL means in, you know, Washington and even Portland, but in the Pacific Northwest there and everything. Like I would, I would love to hear from like an Oliver Bjorkstrand about what it was like to play within that division and against those teams and what the fans can bring and what the players take from that and, and what they're able to, you know, then use later on in their careers. I personally think that would be really interesting. Uh, I don't know. Maybe nobody else thinks that would be really interesting, but I, I think it would be good. And I think it would always be good to promote the fact that, you know, now that, now that the Kraken, especially after this postseason, have brought in so many new to hockey fans, I think to be able to promote that, hey, look, here's this thing. It's basically like college football. Like this is the number one supplier to the NHL as far as talent goes. And it's right here in your backyard. It's affordable to take your kids to all that good stuff. And it's fantastic hockey. You're going to see these guys in the NHL one day, you know, go see them when they're young, all that kind of good stuff. Um, I, I think that now is, is a really good time for the T-Birds to kind of capitalize on all these um, newer to hockey fans or people who maybe knew about hockey or whatever, but now they're really in it because of the Kraken. I think that was the perfect time. Yeah, I think it's important to get that word out too to anyone who maybe like saw watch the Kraken, got into hockey for the first time. You like what you saw? There's some yeah. great playoff hockey going on right in your own backyard in Kent. So, um, yeah, good, good point there, Dylan. Uh, from Gary, I'd rather have the win tonight, but thinking about all the sleep and mental stability I'll have now that we are out is an acceptable consolation prize, I suppose. I was gonna say, like, it's one of those like as amazing as these this trip out to Dallas has been. And the previous trip, like, holy cow, it's rough. Like, it's, the early flights, the getting back just to not even spend 24 hours at home before you're back out to the airport and everything, getting on the road. Uh, it Don't is forget driving out to Vegas. If they had I know. And then it was going to be driving out to Vegas, doing that whole thing. Like, it was, was going to be a lot already. My body was like, no, tonsils are flared up. That's, I guess, a positive of all this is now I can enter the offseason, try to get those things taken out. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, yeah, there's, there are some benefits to the crack and leaving the postseason. We'll say that. Yeah. So I, well-deserved rest for, for everyone on the team, everyone in the media, everybody, at least, um, uh, you know, covering the team. So, um, let's see. All right. Real quick. Don't, we'll have a whole long off season conversation, but just on guts on, on like gut feel alone, Tom's asking geeky Donato sprong, keep one. Geeky Donato sprong. All right. I well, I was going to say, realistically, I think Geeky's got the safest like contract situation. He'll be around. Um, but I, Donato's my boy, especially after everything we saw, the fact that he stayed centering that fourth line, even once they pushed Geeky down the lineup. I think Geeky's 
I think I think Donato's the guy. I just do. I think he brings something to this team. Um, and it's a real shame that he was like kind of the only regular forward who didn't end up with a goal this postseason. He really deserved it. He put in a ton of work. But I just like the versatility that he brings to the lineup. Yeah, he he did. I mean, props to Donato. I'm gonna go with Geeky just because I think you're gonna need a center or someone who can slot in there and play center. But I'd love to see both. I'd love to see Geeky and Donato. Uh, we know kind of what we think that Sprong's going to get his bag and good for him. And it's probably going to be somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. All right, man. There's so much in chat. Still here. <laughs> super um, chat from, from super chat from Sean for Dylan's tonsil fund. I appreciate it. Yes. Gonna, gonna be needed there. Dylan's going to have to get that taken yeah, care I'm, of. I'm telling you, thank God I squirreled away some antibiotics from last time because <laughs> there was no way that in the quick turnaround, I was going to be able to get to see anybody. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, Rebecca Lowell, the end of season injury reports are coming out. Anything you need to tell us, RJ? Um, let's see. I mean, for, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm good. No injuries. I'm just sweating a whole lot right now because it is hot in here. I don't have air conditioning. Dude, um, that, is, that is real, right? The PCs put off a ton. Like after every post-game live, I got to totally air out my room. It's way too hot in there to sleep. Yeah, so that's that's the only thing I'm dealing with. Thankfully, I have got through pretty unscathed. Um, just I, rough, like uh, on my sleep for a while. I, I caught up recently with, with you going out for the road games and everything, mm -hmm. but uh, for a while it was tough on my sleep. But feeling better now. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, we will get some injury reports coming out. I'll report on the uh, on those from again. I hope Daniel Sprong's feeling better. You know, with the yeah. concussion, I think they'll they'll probably just you know release that information. I mean, he had the pink visor on today. It's it's kind of clear to everybody, yeah. um, but hope he's feeling better. Um, yeah, and we'll we'll see what else comes out. Um, Daniel Avalanche bloggers were trying to devise a way to bring a WHL team to Colorado. Oh, interesting. That would be ridiculous amounts of travel. I mean, the I was going to say it would never work because of the they, travel. They travel via bus. Like it's not a league, you know, it, they operate on very slim margins. Uh, the WHL yeah. is somebody who was a part of it. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, the, the bus trips, I mean, there's a reason that the U S teams only go to those, e you know, more Eastern teams in Canada, Saskatoon, a Brandon, a Winnipeg. They only, they only go there once a year because they can just do one massive road trip. They're on the road for like three weeks on a bus. It's absolutely brutal on everybody involved. Keep in mind, these are teenagers. They're right in the middle of their high school work. You know, it's not like this is an over summer league, something like that. So I, there's just no way I could see them putting a team in Denver unless they had a significant amount of cash to put in there that, that would allow that team to have like a private jet or something. Yeah, unless you could just push the and city of Denver teams. northwest like, yeah, several like, hundred miles. Yeah, there's just yeah. no way. Yeah. Uh, Jules, Dylan, in all caps, you better get some barbecue this time around. I need to know if it's truly that good. We sent the If, if we wanted barbecue reviews, we sent the wrong one of the two say, of us to Dallas. You absolutely sent the wrong person if it's about barbecue and whether or not it lives up to the hype. I will say I had the chance to get some today. I did not take it because of the tonsils. I just needed to go back and rest and take stuff for them. It just I'm not in a place to be doing it right now, unfortunately. Um, I will look. My I, I just had some family move out to Dallas. There's been talk of maybe doing a family like trip out to see them out here to see them again during the off season. If that happens, I promise I will make a video about it. 
I've, I've had other nice. people around wanting me as I've been slowly trying more and more foods because I'm an extremely picky eater, wanting me to make videos about it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll see what I can do. Oh, that'll be fun. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Some people talk about Calder next year, Shane versus Connor Bedard. That's, yeah, that's going to be a tough battle. Um, let's see. Um, WHL. Um, Daniel shows how grateful we should be to have WHL. Absolutely. Like, oh, we, yeah. we should appreciate these teams that we have. Um, Shay, uh, Hack made it farther than any other Jack Adams nominee in the playoffs. That's pretty cool. Uh, where do we think he stands in the voting? I still think he finished third just because it, it doesn't take playoffs into account. Yeah. That voting yeah, has already happened on ahead of time. So it's just, it unfortunately, um, I, I still think that, um, you know, he, he deserves a ton of credit, all that kind of stuff. I think he probably, you know, he did more in a lot of ways than, than some of those other guys did that are ahead of him. Uh, rough or Montgomery. I really do think that, but uh, I just, it is what it is. Yeah. I think that's, that's probably the case. And I mean, if you revote after playoffs, I think, uh, you know, maybe you might even finish second to Paul Maurice. Yeah. Um, I might have to get going here in a sec. Sorry, everybody. Yep. All right. So a uh, real quick last call in chat, Dylan, final takeaways from this trip to Dallas. Um, uh, it was incredible. I mean, I'm going to remember this Philip Grubauer, um, thing sorry i'm just trying to coordinate something here yeah all good coordinating the uber back yeah I, yeah trying to coordinate a ride back to the hotel with the other people and everything uh because this late at night everybody boy those surcharges on those ubers are insane <laughs> absolutely yeah. insane that and i have the i have to get up at like 5 30 tomorrow for the flight too um but uh the <laughs> oh, big man. thing the big thing is always going to be philip grubauer i will always think back to this and i will think about philip grubauer but also i think you know, the, the attitude of the organization and, and everybody around it, kind of how classy everybody was with it and that, that sense of it being a, a, a beginning rather than an end, I think that's going to stick with me for a really, really long time. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, that's, there's some things that are just going to stick with us for, for a very long time about, you know, this game, this playoff run, everything. Um, and I just, I want to close out again, giving one last, you know, really grateful thank you uh, to, to everybody in this community. Um, and, and just, this is amazing, Dylan. I'm looking forward to it. Anyways, we're heading out. Another bye, thanks Alice. to Queen Anne. Oh, bye, bye, American Airlines Center. <laughs> And a big thanks to our sponsor, Queen Anne Beer Hall. Been with us all season. Signed up when the Kraken were coming off the third worst record in the league. Believed in us, believed in the community, believed in what we were doing. Uh, we're with us all season and will continue to be with us. Um, so thank you to Queen Anne Beer Hall. Um, and we're much loved ECH fam. Thank you, RJ and Dylan. And That's as Dylan kind of breaks up here. Um, Sorry. All right, Dylan. Bye. We'll try and get you back for a second. All right. Closing words, Dylan. No, I you know. Um, I, I got I, no. I, no more closing words. Like they are leaving without me right now. Dude. Okay. Okay. Go, Dylan. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. Yes. They got to make sure Dylan gets the Uber. Let's put this out here. All right. Close it out with a big heartfelt thank you, and thank you to the, the hundred plus people who are still in here on the first ever uh, ECH post game live to go over two hours. I can't believe it. it's awesome. So many of you guys are still in here. Thank you for a wonderful season. Thank you for this awesome community. And just like with the Kraken, I mean, this is only the beginning. 
this is this is the start. This is not the end. So looking forward to this offseason, uh, to next season, and everything that lies ahead uh, for this team, for this community. Uh, and we'll see you all next time.